And put it on you, Justin. But it cannot be too intimidating because, like, introverts. You know, more than four or five people, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> then I also have to know them. Huh? Yeah, I also got to know. I'm not. I'm not coming to meet people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming to attempt to reignite past friendships. Yeah. Trying, to, <laughs> trying to make sure the next time I see you, you're not like in a coffin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. I can't light a new match. I can just like stoke a. a, yeah. a, 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 a fan the flames a little bit let alone the production standpoint, but just from the songwriting standpoint. And I am in absolute awe. Like I, I am, I am humbled by the effort of humanity <laughs> that, 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 you know, that, that went into the creation of, of, of this and how all the parts fit together and how it all works and how unique it is. Yeah. That's a great point. And even at the time, I probably thought something like that, but in the years since, and they've put out these other albums that are like increasingly simplistic and shitty over time. I'm like, how did you, how was this your first go round? How does, how is this what you came up with first? And you couldn't do that again, or you didn't want to, or whatever it was, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, cause even cause, wilder, cause they got tired of trying to see like festival crowds mosh to prod and you're like god damn it (laughs) people can't fucking mosh in 13 yeah we just need to do 444 episode 35 recorded august 3rd 2022 shit what were we talking about before we stopped to stop Uh, we were talking about how how justin always comes prepared because you asked him if you brought notes oh yeah yeah I, i live my life very very prepared Damn it. Because you're a teacher. Yeah. No. And, and, you, uh, and you teach a podcast class now? That's what it was, yeah. Oh, yeah, That's yeah, yeah, got yeah, to. yeah. And part of, part of teaching the podcast class is, is, is uh, always having notes that you don't make or something. Yeah, no, no. He asked if I brought notes for this, and I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, I, I never take notes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. And I don't, you said something about my lesson plans. I, like, well, yeah, I, lesson plans, I don't make but... lesson plans. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not, not even for my podcast class. <laughs> I don't even do that. <laughs> but it's funny to think about that you, because you said you converted your, what, newspaper class? Yeah, the newspaper, um, newspaper the newspaper students wanted out of making a newspaper a few years back like obviously they revolted yeah they're like we really do not like a newspaper no one reads it no one likes it none of that are you trying to sorry just just keep talking okay um so they um they were like can we do a magazine or something instead and um i told them to make a proposal to the principal and set it up and go ask him and if he says good you you can drop it they did, and he approved it, and they did a magazine that they loved. It was beautiful, colorful, you know, not like a newspaper. Um, but then the next year, they were like, what about a podcast? Yeah. Because um, they don't really want to write about the news in general. Like, That's they, a fair I, point. They, oh, the magazine. <laughs> yeah, they, they don't – the magazine was more like a bunch of, you know, editorial type stuff, things that they were passionate about. And they felt like with a podcast, they can sit and have those same kind of conversations and have more fun with it. And it will touch on news, obviously, and it would be, you know, with the times. So I basically asked them for the same thing, and they bought the equipment. Now I just got to learn how to use it. Right. I just kicked the mic stand. Oh, no, there was a uh, bug flying around, and I was judging whether or not I could smash it. Oh, okay. And then I decided not to. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, but it's funny to think about that because – uh, I think when you were a senior in high school and I was a junior then, because you were a year ahead of me. Okay. Wasn't that right? 
I think about mm-hmm. right. I can't remember. There's some overlap there. When we got into the new high school, the, we were in that magazine class. Yeah. I can't remember I, what that class was called. I vaguely, it was I vaguely literary remember. magazine. It was a literary magazine? Yeah. Okay. And I was, remember just doing the artwork for it. Yeah. yeah. There was just like four people in there, I think. What? Oh, That's, and they was, had us combined with another was, class? I think it was you, me, Josh, and Jennifer. Who were yeah. In there. And maybe somebody else. I can't remember. Man, see, I remember being in there. But yeah. I don't remember doing anything. I don't know that we ever even made a magazine. We didn't because we wrote a lot of shit for it and we drew a lot of things and like poetry and little short stories and whatever. Yeah. And I, then it just never happened. I remember sitting and writing all that uh that, that Odysseus book or poem and stuff like with Josh and that became yeah. that book later on. Exactly, exactly. And they're just writing a bunch of stuff that would never be published for a school publication Pretty, ever. pretty much. And that was the first <laughs> and I think last year that they ever had that class. <laughs> it was like a pilot we program. Really set the standard. <laughs> yeah. I, I, really I, left an indelible mark on that yeah. school. <laughs> I feel like yeah. that happened a lot. Yeah. <laughs> with, yeah. Uh, with like we have ideas. With things that we were involved in as as teenagers. Like, yeah. Today. Like I remember. Um, <laughs> a few months ago. Yeah. This is happening now. Like like when we had finals, um, and they were like, "All right, well, you just have to take three of the five finals. Oh yeah. And then just fuck off and do whatever you want. I and like. 200 kids decided to walk to Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> like a mass exodus across town. Yeah. Yeah. Bizarrely. Um, I, I don't remember that, but I, I remember them letting us not take tests. Yeah. But, yeah. I think that was when we got to be seniors, as you had already gone. No, no, no. Wasn't it was, if you no, had no, a certain we number of absences oh. or something, you were already exempt okay. from everything or something? There was that too, yeah. I thought oh, that's yeah, that was. was part of the racket too. But they only, it might have been when we were freshmen or something. I don't know. Maybe. But it was, it was at the old high school. Okay. Um, oh, was it? Yeah. And then there was the other, uh, there was that, the Kinefix Civic Center. And there was, you know, because we did shows there and whatnot. And we would just rent the, rent, rent, rent it out, you know. And then there was one year that the, the women who owned it was like, we want to do something for the kids. <laughs> and so they contacted like me and Trey and like, we know that y'all do, y'all have done events here. We'd like to, you know. Um, and we're like, well, we'll do what we do. And and we, and we did what we did, and they were like, "Well, we're gonna sell some soda and some chips to these kids." <laughs> and there were people. They, you know, <clears throat> it was a a metal show in two thousand two or whatever with no cameras, so people were moshing and fighting. And I think people were doing a lot of drugs in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, that's pretty right. Yeah, and and they were they were appalled. They were upset. <laughs> That's what I was thinking the whole time you were setting this story up. Is like, man, it probably didn't turn out the way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it can't have been good. Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, we're going to get in there and there's going to be a lot of broken shit. <laughs> yeah, because I was like inside like running sound, quote unquote, and just like making all that work. Um, so I was like, I didn't have time to like go out and like make sure people aren't inside of each other in the parking lot. <laughs> like that's not that's not my job. Yeah. Um, it's not yeah. my job, lady. <laughs> a security guard. <laughs> So. No, no bouncers here, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, but the uh, last time that something like that was done at at that place. Yeah. Really? Oh, that yeah. was the last one. Yeah. Oh man. For sure. We did. We did three or four of them. That was definitely the last one. <laughs> For a while, anyway. I don't remember how many of those I went to. I, I know there was a few, but yeah, I had yeah, no idea that there was a. I remember final. three. I guess right. I have specific memories of three. Yeah. Those, and, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Brian Craig, RIP, made the made the first one happen, if I remember correctly. Right. So, and it sort of just domino from there. But, yeah, here's to, yeah. Here's to class of 2000, class of 01, ruining shit for everybody else. 
<laughs> Some motto. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so yeah, this is Justin. Oh yeah, by the way, yeah, <laughs> this is someone else is here this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, although I'm assuming that if you're if you've listened to more than one of these, you're probably quite accustomed to the uh, informality, half-ass nature True. of what we do. But uh, also, it's it's funny because at this point, what if once this one comes out, there will have been like five guests. I guess so. Yeah, because we did we did uh, Harrison, we did CJ, we did Allison, Allison a few times. We did mm-hmm. Shay, and we did shit. Maybe I was counting this one. Well, I, I've seen them well, then on the I other did, end. I did one with Zach. That's what and I was about to say. I, saw, I remember go. Allison and Zach. That's all I've seen so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I've been watching these as they come yeah. out. And I'm like, oh yeah, Harrison's on there. I was a guest. Yeah, right. So when you mentioned that, I was like, I just saw one where he talked about Harrison, but I don't know who this Harrison is. <laughs> oh yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, he's, he was listening to like the Pantera ones. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah the other day. Uh, so, uh, so guests won't guests won't be such a wild concept once this one comes yeah, out. I guess <laughs> not. you see me, it's like, oh, some other weirdos. Here. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Let me <laughs> look in the news. Let me look at the description and see if it says who it is. Nope, nope. <laughs> They talk about who it is. Nope. Do they say his name? No. No one knows. Uh, uh, we are we, awesome podcast. We should probably not get involved with your podcast class. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna have to make sure to learn a few tips from this one. Like, always introduce your guest. Yeah. 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 Always know when the thing is started yeah. and yeah. when it has it started. Um, yeah. Give a general overview of what it is you're doing. Yeah, because that's yeah. the kind of show that we typically do. Yeah, I'm, I'm tempted to just not do that out of spite right now. Um, but I'm not yeah. going to stop you from not yeah, doing well, it. Well, formality is not really a thing I think any of us have really ever been accustomed to. So Yeah. <laughs> Nonetheless. Good point. Yeah. That's Justin. Yeah. That's, uh, that's Robert. That's Richard. We all went to high school together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the past several years, Justin has worked with me on a lot of uh, graphic design stuff for websites, for album covers, for... For the wall over here. For the wall over there, for all sorts of different album packaging and designs, just blah, 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 music videos. Yeah. So much stuff. So that that's that's the dude. That's the dude. Right no, there. Yeah. Art oh, Meister. Fun. I enjoyed that, all that. That, that, <laughs> that guy. <laughs> That'll be real yeah. fun. <laughs> That'll be real fun footage on that uh-huh. right there. Uh-huh. I'm gonna I'm gonna regret that. <laughs> well, finger, let's do it again. Put your finger right up next to it, and then yeah. it'll look like it's huge coming in. It's yeah. Well, it's gonna it, it's gonna look like dog shit too, because it's it's gonna it's gonna be huge. <laughs> it comes in anyway. Exactly. Um, a third time. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so Justin, brilliant artist, all that sort of stuff. We went to school together. Um, all that shit. Uh so we've known each other for 20 some odd years or yeah. something. And uh, the topic that we're going to eventually get to today. Maybe. It, <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe. Is we're going to talk about Mudvayne's uh, LD50 album. So. But, but so we'll, we'll get there when we get there. So. Brace yourselves. <laughs> brace yourselves. It's coming. Strap in. Stick around. <laughs> After the break. So um, I want to talk about Synthwave a little bit more. Okay. Um. <laughs> Because because I wasn't done last time. Because <laughs> normally that that was the last episode we did. We did it. We we talked all so about. So it hasn't aired yet. No, it has no, not. Yeah. No. Oh, okay. Cool. And so I haven't heard back to figure out how stupid I sounded. <laughs> not so like we should not continue this at all. Not not as stupid as me. I'm I'm sure. Um. So we'll see about that. Unique. What was unique about that episode? What normally we get through like one of these playlists, 
or one of these things and, and I get done it and we do the episode and I, I put that music to bed for a little bit and I'm like, all right, I don't need, even if it's a playlist I made, even if it's something, exactly. you know what I mean? It's rare that I leave here and like put on the thing that we just got into talking about. Right. Or that I, I listen to it at all for at least a week. Yeah several weeks I a think, month I ever think after, again yeah exactly I think after one of the Machine Head episodes I was like man I love this album so fucking much I'm gonna go get in my car and listen to it right now I did not do that <laughs> <laughs> definitely did not do that um, so yeah like I, I listen to I listen to Suffocation all the fucking time and and I after the episode I was like I'm good on a little bit you know like I, <laughs> I, I took like a two or three week break from the Suffo um, but I was listening to that to like the synthwave playlist that you made like the next day sweet um which is kind of funny because like we ended up not really talking about the playlist not much <laughs> <laughs> like it's like an hour and a half long playlist and we spent like three hours talking about everything and then the last five minutes was like we should probably talk about the playlist a little bit yeah <laughs> like most of it was like what is synthwave yeah um, well we mostly talked about there's a we mostly talk about the documentary that's true and stuff like that and so um but so yeah man i've just been i've been listening cool. to nothing but uh gunship's first album now i'm curious because i went to look these up which which, which album was it it's self-titled okay is that one that has vocals on it yes is there a is there an instrument okay yeah is there an instrumental version that you can choose i don't know if there is of this album let me look because i checked on youtube music and they have two albums and they both have both versions so there's like four total but one's instrumental one's vocal yes there are instrumentals and so you picked the vocal version i did have, did you listen to the i guess you didn't listen to the other one i didn't okay interesting because the vast like 95 percent of the stuff that i listen to zero vocals all instrumental right um and it's it's funny that the the thing that you gravitated towards was the one full of vocals. <laughs> and I thought that was really fascinating because when we laid out all the genre, you laid out all those subgenres, right? Yeah. Um, well, I pointed at the picture that had all the subgenres on it that I very blatantly disregarded. <laughs> and so there was a there was a synthwave album by this band called The Midnight that I was already a fan of, and I was like, oh, well, this is in the the synth pop subgenre, right? Okay. And then in this documentary, there's this band Gunship. They're talking about something like, I really like the way those guys think. They're also in this synth pop subgenre. Maybe that's my fucking jam in this genre. And I'll be goddamn if it isn't, man. I <laughs> I can't I can't stop listening to this 2015 self-titled Gunship record. Oh yeah, it's it's so fucking good. I listened to it yesterday after you mentioned that, and I was like, yep. Or I listened to both of them because I didn't know which one you listened to. Mm. But yep, they're great. And and what else I thought was kind of interesting is that because a lot of the stuff you had on there was like the dark synth, like yeah. like the more intense stuff. That's what I end up trending towards, tending towards. And I, and I have to like speculate that because I I gravitate towards so much other intense music outside of synthwave mm -hmm. that like I that's not what I need. Yeah, there's like a break for you right yeah i'm like yeah give me these give me these like just this really just like sonic blanket and beautiful melodies right. and just let me wrap myself in it you know and like nostalgia mm. that's um, cool if they can serve that purpose then that's awesome so but yeah i thought that was i thought that was really fascinating and i sent you this uh screenshot because we 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 we, we 
were trying to articulate these ideas and then I came across this thing and was like, oh, that's exactly what we were trying to say. Um, and it was like, I think it was a review of a gunship record or something, but it was uh, like the power of imagination, the lack of cynicism, and the notion that one person can make a difference. If you melted this stuff down and mixed it up with optimistic future gazing promise of the 1980s. Blah, 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 Right? So yeah. lack of cynicism, power of imagination, notion that one person can make a difference, and optimistic future gazing. And it made me think of like Back to the Future 2. Because mm. like, yeah, that's what's so enticing about, I think, like the synth wave, like, like that kind of 80s nostalgia is you're not really nostalgic for the 80s per se. You're nostalgic for in the 80s what you thought the future would be yeah all those yeah. robot movies and everything right, like, <laughs> exactly. we're gonna have, like we're gonna have flying cars yeah. and shit like that terminator like, shoes you know. themselves up <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right 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 and and now those exist actually i think <laughs> they are. Yeah. oh man i missed out <laughs> 2015 came and went too fast There's still time <laughs> missed so. the gunship man. but uh yeah and that's not that's that's not what i don't i don't think people look really I don't, I don't think there's optimistic future gazing right now. Right now? In 2022. So oh, no. Yeah. So. I don't remember the last time I felt very optimistic about any future stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah get get on that motherfucker. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, true. <laughs> Turning too much now. Well, just pull it pull it over in front of your face. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, fine. All right. Yeah. Good deal. Um, but, uh, but, yeah. And, and I was, I was trying to, like, skirt around the idea of, like, individualism and reaganomics and neoliberalism because we were thinking about a lot of movies from back then as you always saw like schwarzenegger being like the lone hero or salone or fucking whatever right yeah. right and and I, I wasn't quite able to like connect that because that really was you know i mean that was one of the things that reagan ran i was like i'm gonna let americans do what americans do and americans solve problems i'm gonna set you free to solve problems I'm meaning I'm going to cut the social safety net. <laughs> Gonna let the market decide. Yeah, yeah. Trickle like, down economics. Um, <laughs> and you're gonna figure it out because you don't need a nanny state, right? And all that shit. Um, and so, but the the way that translated into the pop culture of the time was this individual that could make a difference, and that's. I mean, I don't, I don't know, I don't, I don't know if that's a common notion now, and I don't know that it should be, but yeah. there's something romantic about it. Yeah, that that had to have been that had to have factored into, because I was thinking about that too. Like, it's hard to say though, because at this point, this music isn't, it doesn't give me that nostalgia. Like, that's not what I go to it for anymore. Sure. maybe that was novel at first when i first discovered it i was like oh shit this kind of reminds me of mm -hmm. this time period that didn't actually exist in this form anyway which is weird enough but even soon after that up to now it's just like i just love that kind of music so it doesn't even there's no notion of anything tied to it anymore sure for me but i think initially and initially that's what it was but also the uh inspiration for it as a lot of those dudes said right 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 that right, was right. very specifically 
what they were going for. Right, because they talked. It was really interesting because they in this documentary, like they were talking about how their like musical language that they use in the studio is all movie based. Yeah. Instead of like saying, put some more Slayer in there, or put some more Pantera in there, it was like, put some more Goonies in there. Yeah. Put some, put some more Terminator 2 in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, less man. Blade Runner, you know. Yeah, right, right. Although I don't think any of those guys would ever say less Blade Runner. Yeah, no. But they very specifically said, turn up the Blade Runner knob. And so it was really, there was, there was a, so like they're clearly, like the impetus behind this music is that kind of, you know, the 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 the, the idea that were permeated through those movies, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. And and when I do listen to it, and a thing that I like about it a lot is there is, and and with the 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 versions of it that do have lyrics, there is this yearning, you know, like there is. I, I just I don't know how to describe that. Can I ask know. a quick question about Please. this? Because um, I, I don't know. Are you gonna I, say what is synthwave? No, no, no. I, <laughs> I was gonna I, ask I've, you. I've video. heard of it, and I've listened to like one or two things because I have students, and they're like, eh, a couple of years ago, someone told me about it. I said you gotta listen to this, and and I did, but I don't really recall what it was because it's been a couple of years. But my question, I guess, because you're referencing the movies, is, are they? recreating the like the score of those movies or what do you mean or the vibe that the movie gave you they're trying to capture that with music they're, yeah kind of and they're using a lot of the uh timbres like the sounds that are used in those scores okay um like the synthesizers but yeah. instead of them being you know atmospheric ambient music to enhance a film score it's put to you know a driving drum beat and okay you know yeah, some some of the shit very directly sounds like the Halloween soundtrack, like a John Carpenter soundtrack, or it very directly sounds like. Um, well, have you seen Stranger Things? Yeah. Okay, so like the all, the, all the all the music right, right. for that is yeah. okay synthwave ish. I got you. You know, or like the music in like Thor Ragnarok and yeah. Right. So yeah, I know. So like that whole it definitely because I I don't know how to explain eighties music to people or whatever, mm -hmm. but like you know it when you hear it. Right. And yeah. So like those movies and like Stranger Things, like I hear that. I'm like, yeah, it's eighties. Right. Yeah. Um. Like the like the weird part about it is that there wasn't a lot of music, like on the radio, or you, you didn't buy albums of this kind of stuff. A lot of times, it was just kind of existed as soundtracks to movies or in this weird like right peripheral way. Like it so was, it's just like the atmosphere that people are living in. Basically, it's okay. like the way the way it is they describe it. The way I've heard a lot of people describe it is like it's music that sounds like what you remember the 80s feeling like. That's interesting. Which I think is pretty apt. Yeah. It's bizarre as fuck. Because <laughs> <laughs> what other genre has done? <laughs> I don't so, know. Right. Like, well, it, what other, like, what other it, piece of art has dared to, like, capture this bizarrely, like, ephemeral feeling? <laughs> and, but bizarrely specific. It, yes. Yeah. 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 You know? Yeah. Like, that was another question, I guess. Like, I, tied into what you're saying there like why the 80s necessarily is it just because of the the optimism thing uh, we speculated a, like that we speculated a whole lot about that yeah i think that's part of it for sure but some <laughs> of it's just like this music feels cool as hell because it feels like what you remember nightmare on elm street feeling like when you watched it or it, or what you remember uh tron when you when you saw yeah. like the cgi and tron the shitty cgi right what that felt like to watch a lot of this sounds like that felt yeah, I remember watching those early, uh, you know, in my life, and like, 
those were always mesmerizing, even though with the shitty graphics and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Until later on, you watch it and you're like, oh, like I know it's shitty now, but it's still like because it's, <laughs> it's shitty, but it's quaint and charming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, and exactly. I th- another interesting thing I think is that the people who are making this music are not people who were um, really participating in pop culture in the '80s. It's people. It's it's '90s kids who grew up watching movies made in the 80s that's what i was gonna think is like so, they weren't even born probably right so it, yeah it, exactly it, we're kind of from what i gather kind of like the average age for people who make and consume this stuff right oh okay i got right you. so there's this very like small window of this weird thing that happened to happen i had the speakers on oh really <laughs> yeah oh man <laughs> um yeah so it and 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 then you know we speculated about a whole bunch of stuff. I, I think that if you wanted to really, if someone out there who's smarter and more disciplined than me did a really sort of exhaustive study into all this, I would imagine that some of it had to do with like the advent of the VCR and home and home media and that so much of movies made in the 80s were able to be consumed at home by, by you know, eight-year-olds um, had it that had taped uh, taped, you know, Ghostbusters off a of TV or yeah. or right. or whatever, and and that was our that was our generation though that was us, you know, from right. like 1992, 1993, 94, staying up late watching all these movies, taping them, you know, um, going to your buddy's house because he had the fucking Masters of the Universe VHS that you didn't have and <laughs> or whatever it was. So I don't think you get the sort of inundation in that culture so much that 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 can become your language, like your artistic language. I don't think you get it without that physical media to to, you know, revisit, you know, to 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 rewatch that same movie. Yeah. You know, 20 other, times in a week. Exactly. That was the other part of it was like being able to go back to it over and over again. Whereas before you'd had to go to the theater to see anything like that. Right. Or right. Catch on TV, I guess. But right. And you hear the stories about when Star Wars came out and people like, you know, went and saw it like fucking 30 times and yeah. whatever. Yeah. Once a month at the theater. You know. <laughs> Movie stayed in theater forever. <laughs> <laughs> right. 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 So I guess. Yeah. You know, there's all these different, different things that were changing on how just people consumed media and and pop culture and how pop culture was even created you know and and all that stuff so yeah but yeah i'm gonna keep listening that's cool man i'm yeah i'm glad that's great this is not what robert said after i was like so let me introduce you to death metal he didn't, he didn't, he's like i'm done with this he didn't come back <laughs> had a like, slightly more muted response yeah, he didn't come back the next week and he was like dude oh. i i figured out mortician mortician is really what i'm into i love that brutal slam gore grind oh man you know oh, shit. Uh, yeah. that was what it was you left off the brutal slam gore grind i'll never know no yeah no i should have given because you can't check it out now nope <laughs> too late you missed too late window. yeah it's done. time has passed um So, yeah. So I, I should listen to this, I guess. <laughs> I mean, if you want to, if you've liked the other ones. I don't well, know. Uh, what you said interested me earlier with uh, 
just the instrumental stuff. Like for a long time, I've always said I like instrumental music just because I like to zone out while I'm drawing. But like words pull me out of no, what same. I'm doing. Yeah. So if it's just in the background and I can kind of just vibe to it and draw, I like that. Like there's there's some of it that, uh, like I mentioned on the last thing, like sometimes I'll listen to it in the car. I'm driving and it's so like it sounds like you're hauling ass in the car basically. So it's like pulse pounding, like super hard beats and bass and shit coming at you and then i look down i'm doing like 90 and don't even realize it <laughs> so there's like that, there's that aspect of it but also there's that like when i'm working or something like that and i just need something going on without any vocals like that yeah uh it's very good for that just like put it on the background and let it go and let it kind of sneak in every once in a while so yeah i'll recommend that yeah no i'll, I'll give you some recommendations all right yeah all yeah right. it uh yeah it goes down real easy yeah we keep saying it goes down real smooth like the, and that that is a, a good way to think about it because it's it's ma- it's it's not ever particularly complicated or complex Mm-mm. and it and and that's not to say that it isn't intricate right yeah um but it, it's and i think that's something that is just so nice and so comforting about it is that it is a It is weirdly comforting. It doesn't ask much of you. You know? Yeah. Like, a lot of art, as it should, asks something of you. Um, yeah. You know, you have to, you have to, all right, man, you're not going to do anything else while you listen to this. Or you're going to have to, like, really read these lyrics. Or you're going to have to have, uh, you know. Yeah. It's got to be hard nowadays. So, so much, like, uh, attention is hard to spare. Yeah. Well, but at the same time, though, um, you know, it's easier and easier to find your sub, 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 sub genre. Right. So it's easy to find easier to find the exact thing that you like. Um, so but you don't have to know anything about because because, OK, like you take like a, a genre like jazz or like death metal or something like they have. a There's 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 languages associated with those styles right and so you have to be sort of immersed to a certain degree in those languages to be able to appreciate how someone deviates from those styles you know how someone deviates and whatnot and what makes this band special next to this band next to this band right and that's part of the enjoyment um not not now synthwave does that as well from you know because all the artists are different and they do different you know and 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 whatnot, but you don't need to be aware of any of that to enjoy it. <laughs> like it can just, yeah, the, like those weird differentiators are in there for sure. But like I said, like I don't really care about them that much. Like <clears throat> a lot of the stuff I end up getting way into is like labeled as dark synth, as like mm-hmm. a sub sub genre or or outrun, or or whatever. But I kind of just don't even pay attention and just find all the stuff that I like and go all over the place right and it just so happens that the things you like happen to aggregate around those subgenres, but you're not you're not seeking out like you're not like dark synth playlist yeah i'm not like i'm not going to the going to the search and being like let me find some like space wave like hook me up with some dream wave yeah or some yuppie wave uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> which like you don't even understand what that really is but you kind of get a sense of what it might sound like i don't know it's so weird yeah it um it is it was fun i hope we find some some reason to talk about it again without just repeating <laughs> this the, the same thing again yeah. 
It's because of where we left off on the sense every episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So from last time, we kept going. Yeah. Yes, uh, yeah. Richard found another interview snippet that's it's like yeah this says what i was trying to say even better <laughs> right. okay hold on i really found it this time Let's keep, go back yeah but it's like i don't think we were wrong to not talk about the playlist very much because even if we did i just don't think i have much to say about it like on a song by song basis yeah i had specific things but after whenever i got to it i was like this is just really kind of it's too detail or it's it's it felt like it betrayed the spirit of the music for me to sort of oh well this there's this rhythm here and that's like this rhythm mm. and let me break this down and let me you know what i mean it this was interesting when i saw it or blah 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 but it it uh but yeah it would have been i don't know but i don't know man a bunch of nerds make this music and listen to this music so maybe they, they there would be some appreciation of that i don't know maybe but that's what i'm saying it's like even if i listen to song by song i i put the playlist together but even i'm like I don't have anything to say about this song. I just fucking love it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I like the whole... I just like it all. <laughs> right. So, that's a, it's kind of a weird one. Whereas, like, something like Pantera, we can dissect every little... God damn, you know, man. Stuff like that. We had so much... It is... I'm arguably s- too much. I'm so glad that we did that. Just as just almost as, like, a point of contrast <laughs> to, like, the other albums or other things that we talk about that I could just feel, like, that I just do not have as much to say about really anything <laughs> um yeah we just like stop ourselves from going past four hours sometimes oh, man. this has become the pantera podcast man like, no, those are already done we're 35 oh, man well there's one more to go actually we're 35 oh. episodes in and somehow like 30 percent of the content is pant of like the time how many, is how many did you do for real we did four and you're going to do one more so we wanted to talk about the home videos the pantera home videos oh, okay which i don't know if you remember those i i remember I do remember watching probably over your probably house. Probably my house, <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, so. I do remember seeing a couple of because I remember them having like crazy, crazy fucking footage. Yeah, that's really what I remember, like hotels or something. Like yeah, dumb behind shit. the scenes yeah. bullshit. Yeah, I remember stuff like that mainly. Yeah, yeah, but. yeah. We we wanted to get uh, Jet in here to talk about those because he is, you know, that he's another weirdo who's watched those almost as much as we have. Right. And, and all the time back in the day when me and Robert and Jeremy and jet would hang out, like the home videos were like this meta language that <laughs> yeah, we exactly. would communicate with <laughs> or, or through, um, and whatnot. So wanted to get him in here to talk about, but I, I, I don't know. We're going to figure out some way to do it, but I don't know what it's going to be yet. Yeah. Um, so, fun is what it'll be yeah <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. I, I, I think i might just like we might just like fucking throw it up there and just <laughs> do a reaction video <laughs> that's, not, that's not the worst idea honestly. and just like yeah. you know like it's a like it's a commentary for a sporting event or something um but Man. but yeah i've been I, I i skimmed through and watched a bunch of like interviews uh from from back then from that time period and it is it's startling like the difference in the way that they're portrayed in the because that's what i started to realize is like who i think they are as people is what's portrayed in those home videos right right exactly you know not like because vince for instance there's a lot of things you see him do in those home videos but but speak intelligently not really and in complete sentences (laughs) is not yeah. that's not really it and yeah so when i came across like an interview footage and they're talking to him about like well what's the music scene like in dallas he's like oh the music scene in dallas is incredible you know we have eddie brickell doing really great you know the toadies they're an incredible band and and it's just 
you you listen to the guy talk and you you understand that like oh he was the real he was the real sort of brains and driving force behind that but like he's what made all that work you know um and even phil like you listen like there's like a interview an interview snippet for all the like fuck the alternative music and the trend is dead and all that shit all that fucking talk that he did like in 94 right whenever like they're like asked him about like fucking Kurt Cobain suicide and he was like y'all need to leave him alone <laughs> like y'all you know like he 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 went to bat for like Kurt Cobain immediately and he was like just he's like you know you shouldn't judge because I know how even with the little bit of success that we've had compared to how successful they were and how out of control you feel and how people are pulling you in all these different ways and how you know and I hate and how much I hate that you know you, you should never judge anyone who's in that position. And it yeah. was like, look at this fucking measured ass, fucking empathetic response. And then, you know, two years <laughs> later, you know, the trench did, you know, and focal, you know, and all that shit, you know? Yeah. But it's just, it's, there's a, there was a big difference in like that. And like the image that was put out through yeah. those home videos, but right. It was a, it was a weird proto, uh, uh, what's the, when you think, you know, somebody, uh, when you propaganda like, no like when you when you panteraganda shit i almost had it and now it's gone panteragate <laughs> i'm just thinking of panteragate uh shit parasocial relationship mm. yeah it's like when you a, panterasocial nah, relationship not. we're not doing that we're not doing that uh, but i appreciate it he got it in there <laughs> <laughs> For obvious reasons, man. <laughs> so, but uh, but yeah, we'll 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 get to that at some point. I'm sure. This is wild. <laughs> <laughs> this is wild. Nah, man. It's like like I was talking like we were talking about earlier. Like when you got here, like like being old is fucking weird because it's like this is like the kind of high stakes bullshit. I have to, I have to like put together just <laughs> just so i could fucking like hang out with my friends you make this happen yeah yeah yeah, yeah. build so a studio like... and like... <laughs> <laughs> put my entire life savings together and make this happen yeah i can hang like, out with my friends now just so i can take out a loan yeah <laughs> to visit somebody yeah 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 because yeah. it was like hey guys? justin we you, you want to just come out and hang out oh man it's a wednesday i can't i can't be up late you know <laughs> hey robert you want to come hang out oh man i can't leave my house um, no reason. No reason. I just can't. Mm. And uh, <laughs> but well, no, 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 guys. We're gonna record a podcast. Oh, okay, okay, we'll do it. Guess oh, Justin's gonna. Okay, I'll be, oh, Robert's gonna be there. Okay. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's just, it's a, it's a wild fucking thing, man. To. I mean, that was how you got me out of the house, in during the early parts of the pandemic, was getting to help you fucking build this place. That's true. <laughs> hey, Robert, I need you to come help me hang some panels and shit like that oh yeah that yeah that oh man yeah that's weird yeah because because we you and i did hang out before the pandemic yeah but it was always making shit though it was always like hey it's i'm gonna go over there the to... only way i hang out with people <laughs> <laughs> like i got a project let's do it yeah. <laughs> oh you just want to sit down and watch football no i'm gonna talk for that uh, i'm busy i don't i don't want to sit down and do nothing <laughs> i can't I, I feel like there's a measure of that that's like really toxic. Like that's that is a this is a really <laughs> unhealthy broken. habit that we have here, of 
of um you know i don't know i see this as being productive of, of like having creation be the the impetus the yeah carrot on a string sort of thing um well i just if i think about myself right and i think about you know how i was when i was growing up and whatnot like once i got to be a teenager and whatnot like all of my social time was based around playing music or making stuff almost all of it Mm -hmm. and because i needed that feeling of like no 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 no, man i'm not just hanging out i don't just hang out with people right i'm fucking doing something we're making something Mm -hmm. um and it's like what's fucking wrong with just hanging out with people <laughs> you know like that's a really good important thing to do yeah it's, why, a, you, it's why, <laughs> why are you t- trying to turn your leisure time into work why are you trying to turn your you know that important social time into into a side hustle <laughs> um, <laughs> you're right and uh but yeah like i don't i don't have a lot of uh i don't have a lot of friendships with people that i don't or like deep friendships with people that i don't make things with and that's probably not healthy or that has the potential to maybe be unhealthy yeah i can see that um coming from the other way i've talked to you many times about the idea of um like the art that i do is very lonely Mm, you know mm -hmm. so i'm always by myself so like having the ability to talk about my art with other people is always important to me anyway. So I like to be able to hang out with you and talk about those things. But like I'd always been not much of a person to hang out. But like as a teenager, I did a lot because I, I felt I needed to get away. Like the only way I was going to see people is to go hang out. So right. the art, it was either done to do the art or I was going to hang out. I couldn't really do it all together. So for me, looking back now, it's, it's kind of nice that I get to blend them. Because mm. time's precious now, and getting to blend them is pretty nice. Sure, sure. Like, yeah. I, I do, man. <laughs> I, I, I really, I'm envious of like the, those times when it's like, oh man, I could either practice or hang out. Because that's that's not what my life's like now. <laughs> <laughs> my life, the way my life is now, is like if I don't like carve out the time and like make the commitment to anything, it doesn't. I don't know, man. Be, being a being a parent, being a you know, essentially a stay at home dad, stay at home parent is is really strange because you're sort of you're sort of like simultaneously socially like saturated and also socially starved. Like, cause you, there's a part of you that's like, just everyone fucking leave me alone. Yeah. Because I've been, because I've been a teacher. You're like, I, Oh God. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I get too much time with people and I don't want any more time with anybody else afterwards. Right. But then (laughs) for me, then I also have this other side of like, please, someone listen to my ideas. (laughs) Please, please wife, please listen. Yeah. I know that you've been like, you know, elbow deep in someone's fucking chest cavity all day, but I had this really (laughs) interesting thought about capitalism that I want to talk about. Um, Solve the world's problems right now. (laughs) uh, Oh man. You know, and it's like, yeah, sure I fucking time for that you know or space it nor should she you know like right. nor should she but I, I but then I'm also I'm also like no I don't want to fucking sit on the couch with you I want to be left alone like I, I'm I'm constantly those two things uh, and it's just it's so I don't know it's a really weird it's a weird space to be and 
I mean, look at look at look at this. This is this is just like a pathetic attempt to for me to just like I'm doing it all again. I'm like turning social time into work so I can make sure to get it in. Um, Robert and I have spent more time together this past year than we've spent together in probably in the past like ten. It's probably it's probably true. <laughs> you know, sadly. Yeah. I don't know. We talked. Well, that's kind of what the what started the thing is because we talked a lot during the pandemic. Relative, yeah, well, I don't know. Order, yeah. I mean, relative to how much we <laughs> we talked. I don't know how much. Yeah. This is really a lot. Like once a month, maybe. <laughs> that's a lot to me. And that was, <laughs> was a lot for me. Yeah. Yeah. This is the most I spent with you guys together in ten years too. Already <laughs> in the first twenty minutes of this. <laughs> right. Well, no, I think the last uh, time that all three of us were together was when when we were fucking we're making <laughs> some shit. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I could see how that could be unhealthy though, because like, how, how do you build a relationship uh, around other things other than that, right? Right. Like, what other yeah. interests do we share? I don't know. <laughs> right. And like, is that does that make us have a strong relationship or? Or is it really fragile? I don't know. I've had both. I've seen both. You know what I mean? I've had relationships that like, that are, you know, that, that when that creative thing like isn't there anymore, then like it's just, you know. Yeah. Um, like even if, like not, not in a, not in a like a tumultuous way, like not in a dramatic way, just like, well, of course I like hanging out with you, but um, I got other real friends. <laughs> and, um, you know, man, like you're a good drummer. I think you're a good guitarist too, but I'll see you around. <laughs> you know, I'll be happy if I see you at the safe show, give you a hug. How you been? Blah, blah, blah. But we don't need to have lunch. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. So I, I, I had things like that, you know? Um, but then I don't know, man. It's just it's just I don't know. It's 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 an interesting thing to think about. Um. Yeah, like if, if, as a weird introvert, it's like super hard to get that to happen. Like I think we talk yeah, even yeah, on how here. How often do you call them? Do you call somebody? Fucking never. No one ever. Like when's the last time you just you 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 picked up the phone and you you hit the green button <laughs> like to outgoing call maybe like a week ago who'd you call i don't know i just love to look <laughs> it's been a week <laughs> dude i'm the same though like probably been a week and it was probably returning a call <laughs> yeah, yeah also that probably right. that's that's fair yeah 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 but like that's not good and i know I, that I, but i don't initiate conversations hardly ever yeah me neither uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, don't like, know I could probably why. initiate a conversation with you yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah. hey let's, let's have a conversation what yeah. do i talk about i don't know yeah, 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 yeah. Got a project? Come on, Robert. We're gonna have a project. <laughs> no, we can't. We can't do it like this. It's like, God damn it, we're not friends no more. <laughs> do you ever have the thought of like, man, I'm gonna call, I'm gonna call my cousin, or I'm gonna like call, Who? or you know, or like I'm gonna call somebody, Cousins. you know, like I'm gonna call a relative. I have not called a relative in five or ten years. Nobody knows I'm alive anymore. Man, my mom called me the other day, and it was the first time we talked in like six months. Shit. <laughs> oh man. I, sometimes I have the thought of like, oh, I'll call my cousin or whatever. That I'm like, man, but they never hear from me. So when they see the phone ring and they and they see that it's me, who's who's dead? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna yeah. be really afraid. That I don't, I don't want them Fine. to go through that. That is how I think so. of 
like when I get calls now, I'm like, oh, this yeah. can't be good. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to put my cousin through this mini trauma, yeah. so I'm just gonna Send avoid <laughs> contact with them for another three to six to twelve months. Yeah, just like when See you, you at Christmas. When, when you fucking when somebody in your family passes away and you go to a funeral and you see people you haven't seen in like seven years. And it's like, man, we just always, we see each other at funerals, huh? And it's like, that's the truth, actually. Yeah. It's so sad. <laughs> it's the sad part about that. It's so sad. Family reunion and a funeral, all from the same time. Yeah, because we're all unhealthy <sighs> fucking weirdos. You're going to run out of, like, people are going to run out of, you're going to run out of family members to die to have the gatherings. It's going to get smaller and smaller. And then it's you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe we should uh, <laughs> Shit. like actually take some uh, take some of this to heart here. Yeah, actually try yeah. to see people and not have a project. Dude, we're having a barbecue. No one's talking shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no microphones. But yeah, exactly. If I see any microphones or pins or anything. Yeah, nothing. we're just going to eat some food. Yeah. That's probably a really good idea, actually. Man. There you go. We have our own reunions. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Someone else needs to take responsibility for this. See, there you go. That's the problem. <laughs> I tell you what, I, I don't. I like cooking. <laughs> okay. There you go. So you're saying <laughs> somebody else have a barbecue? Pit? <laughs> okay. okay. All right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make. There you go. I'm gonna make. I'm put it on you, Justin. But it cannot be too intimidating because, like, introverts. You know, more than four or five people, I'm out. <laughs> then I also I'm, have to know them. Huh? Yeah, I also gotta know. I'm not. I'm not coming to meet people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming to attempt to reignite past friendships. Yeah. Trying to, not, trying to make sure the next time I see you, you're not like in a coffin. Yeah. yeah. So. I can't light yeah. a new match. I can just like stoke a, a, yeah. a, 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 a fan the flames a little bit. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Um, pile yeah, of embers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck. Yeah, this is a yeah, this is a this is about new fires. Yeah, yeah. 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 You can't handle that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's too much. Work. I don't remember the last time I met someone new and kept them around. <sighs> yeah, that wasn't like a coworker. <laughs> yeah, like, I'll hang out with you. You're a coworker, right? <laughs> Shit. But then you leave what that job, that? they're gone. I guess I don't know. That's a fucking thing to consider, man. That, that's a, that's an intense question, right? Like, what's the last new friend that you made? Um, yeah, and uh, that that like wasn't. Oh well, they're friends with my wife, or they're friends with my girlfriend, or something Mine like that. Mine was a coworker. Oh. Yeah, it's like when I first started teaching, I just still talk to the same guy, yeah. and I'll go hang out with him a like couple times of work? a year. Yeah, okay. outside of work, I'll hang out with him a couple of times. Well, I mean, that's how you meet a lot of people yeah. when you're when you're adult. It's through yeah. work. Yeah, through work because you spend eight hours a day there, roughly. Yeah, yeah, but as a teacher, I'm spending eight hours with a bunch of teenagers, so yeah, I don't really meet that, that many adults either. <laughs> so, did do you get like starved for adult conversation? Also, yeah. So, like what you were saying earlier about coming home and wanting to talk to Allison, you know, like mm-hmm. oh, I, I got to tell you this. I felt like I would come home mentally exhausted, but I would still want to talk just because like, I got a lot to say that I didn't get a chance to talk about today. Right. You know, like I, I read the news. There's a couple things that happened. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't talk to anybody about this, you know, or right. like just something happened in my life, you know, or something I was interested in and I didn't share it with anybody. Cause yeah, it just, well, like, that's not the, the case for, I think, most teachers. Because most teachers do work with other teachers, at least nearby. <laughs> you know, in the hallway, they go out, like, bullshit with them for a couple of minutes every, every like, hour. M- most but, teachers don't yeah. have, don't think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't have that, that same type of setup, so. Oh, yeah, you're kind of a loner Yeah, I don't, what you do. I, I hop mm. schools, and I do something very different than mm. everybody else. Like, I'm the only one in the whole district that does what I do. So I don't really have a, de- I'm in a department, but I don't teach anything that they teach. Yeah. That, that, that I, re- mm-hmm. I remember, I remember that that's, that's weird. It, in a way it's nice to be left alone. 
Yeah, well, yeah, I love that um, part. <laughs> to or to like not have any like micromanagement, any yeah. like supervision and shit. But it's nice. But it's also I'd probably be more productive if I had it though. <laughs> sometimes it's just it's just nice to work with people too. Yeah. So I like all the parts where I'm working with the students, you know, like I said, we're making a podcast. We're doing a lot of really interesting things that I like creative wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they're still teenagers, you know, like what they're yeah. interested in is not what I'm interested in. And I could be interested in some of their things and, and develop new interests, whatnot. But it's not the same as talking to somebody that's in the same age bracket as me. Yeah, it has like roughly the experience. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. They, they don't know does. what it's like to go through any adult problems or anything. I can't have those conversations with them. Right, 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 right. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, it's been a long time since I taught taught high school. Well, yeah, because I, I taught high school for a while. Ten years, right? <laughs> About. But then I, t- I taught college for like a few yeah. years after that too. So, yeah. um, and then that was, that was like an interesting spread as well. But, um, you know, I really liked, well, it was cool. Cause I was teaching the, um, like the transitional math courses and that would be an interesting mix of you would have like a 40 or a 50 year old student who had, was going back to school, hadn't taken a math class in 20 years. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you would also have, a really talented, you know, kid right out of high school who just didn't pay attention on the placement test and didn't really need to be in the class at all. Like they knew this stuff. They just yeah were bad students. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or, you know, you know, like that kind of thing and, and, and everything in between, right. you know? So it was, it was an interesting challenge to sort of craft lecture and classroom management to work for people who were in all these different places in their lives and sure. were trying to get completely different things out of the class, <laughs> you know, cause someone is like, I have to pay a babysitter to fucking be here. I, you teach me this shit because right. I need to learn it. Cause I, I cannot yeah. afford to take this class again. Yeah. And cause all- like ostensibly everyone's there to learn cause it's a college course. So you paid to be there, but they didn't pay for themselves in every case. Yeah. So and there's then still you, that right. spectrum. Yeah. Right. And then you have yeah. like, the ones that are going to be their first year dropouts and they're just here because mommy paid a bill. Yeah, well, my dad said I had to either go to school or or move out and get a job, so I'm here. Yeah, because uh, yeah. fuck work. <laughs> and smart kid. So you'd have a few of those, and and so it was just it was an interesting like dynamic to like how do you talk to them all? You know what I mean? How do you like? how do you present the material in such a way that it works for all those different demographics? You know what I mean? Um, and so, yeah, but it was also nice because it's college courses. So you like, you go, you'd lecture and you fucking leave. You don't have to like fucking like, all right, well, I'm going to hang out here while you do your fucking work. You know, you don't have to like, you don't have all that fucking like dead non-instruct. You just have the instruction time and then it's GTFO. It's not like mm-hmm. high school. Or it's like, all right, well, here's instruction time, and now. <sighs> Did you have to do office hours or anything like that? I was an adjunct, so like, not really. Okay. I mean, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't hire me full time. <clears throat> oh right, I was too handsome. Yeah, people. Damn. Curse, but, um, best blessing and a curse. <laughs> but yeah, I think this is why men commit suicide more frequently than women. They're too handsome. <laughs> 
Oh. Nailed it. Because <laughs> they don't pick up the phone. Oh, man. I forgot we were making him come back full circle. <laughs> we were on his arc, and we were just hopping off of it. <laughs> no, maybe so, though, for real. Because, um, like, I know I like hanging out with you guys. I know I like hanging out every time that I do. But I, when I'm not hanging out, I know I like that more. <laughs> I, so, I, yeah, kind of, like... It sucks, but <laughs> I kind of do feel like way sometimes. Like, if it was, like, a once-a-month type thing to where I'm like, I'm going to go hang out with people once a month, I'd be like, cool, I'll make sure to try to make that. And maybe I'll cancel occasionally, but I'll try to hit that month, uh-huh. monthly mark. But if it was regularly, like, people who are truly, like, um, out there and, um, you know, hanging out with people all the time, like, I, I see that as just exhausting. And, like, they're just committing suicide. I mean, on the one hand, I think maybe yes. On the other hand, I wonder if I was forced to, like, have to hang out with people like multiple times a week and just be out there doing that shit, mm-hmm. would it just become something that I wanted to do? Mm. You know? It, I mean, I'll never know because I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> even me, like, even, like, because I'm too, like, it's it's strange because I seem like an e- extrovert to a lot of people, um, but I'm, but in a lot of ways, I'm an introvert because, like, I like going to concerts by myself and not fucking talking to anyone the whole time. Yeah, that doesn't actually require socialization <laughs> of any sort. That is interesting. You know, I like going to a restaurant by my fucking self. I, I do I do that. Like, sometimes I'm like, I just need to be out yeah. and see some people, but I don't want to hang out with any of them. And, like, I'm going to go to a restaurant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we yeah. go in and make friends with the waiter sometimes for a couple I, seconds. And that's well, I don't even realize I don't. Nope. I was like, this is what I want. And then sometimes I'll bring, like, a, a some paper and a pencil, and I'll just, I'm going to sit here and sketch for a while, and I'm just chill here for, like, an hour and just barely eat. Sometimes when I'm doing yard work in the front yard, I'll put on headphones and I won't even be listening to anything. <laughs> just so, no just so my neighbors won't talk to me. Hell yeah. Oh, man. That's a good one. <laughs> or I'll man. walk around oh. the fucking bookstore with just headphones on with nothing fucking playing. Man, see, I don't ever have headphones. I need to invest in these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like like those. Like, yeah. Make yeah, sure no. everybody knows I have them on. <laughs> right. <laughs> no one will fucking earbuds, talk to you. No one, yeah, you can see these. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, that's a good idea. Man. Yeah, but yeah, I I even um, so yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't. It's it's weird because I've always been in these situations where that time was just not available for some reason. Like I I taught at a music school for a really long time, and so like when are people? Oh well, no! Sorry, I can't go to dinner. Can't go to that concert. I'm teaching. I'm teaching till eight thirty. I can meet you at nine. Blah blah blah. You know, too late. Well, I gotta work in the morning. Blah 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 blah. So I always like got myself out of these situations through my lifestyle anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, but I, I typically would, you know, like I feel really comfortable and good, like hanging out if it's at a, and I'll be really social and talk to talk to whoever make friends with everybody if it's a show that i'm playing mm. but if i'm not playing i kind of don't want to fucking talk to anybody mm. <laughs> like i just want to like sit and i don't want to make new friends even though i should i should like network i should do all that shit you or... think it'd be a great place for you. you're both seeing the same band yeah. <laughs> like there's probably like so many like bands that could have started if I just would have struck up a conversation uh. with someone that that we're like screaming suffocation lyrics together or some <laughs> shit like that and doing air guitar together. It's like, well, we're clearly really into this. 
are you in a band? We should be friends, you know, like dozens and dozens. Do you think a lot of the people in the crowd are the same as you, though? Like, I'm here, but I don't want to get to meet any of you. Well, <laughs> like, they all have social anxiety disorders. Metal people, yeah. Metal like, people are awkward as fuck. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're typically like super, super nerds come, trying to come off as tough as hell. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, more or less. They need to wear like, hello, my name is Tags. And just like, <laughs> like, introduce themselves as they come in. That's 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 yeah. what all the different shirts are about. I was like, oh, like, my name is this band. <laughs> well, my name is Origin Pantera. Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, Origin shirt. <laughs> Did you uh, see them last month? Yeah. Fucking sick. I think I saw you there. Yeah, man. Hi, I'm Richard. Oh, friends forever. Yeah. You know, I talk a lot too, and um, I think a lot of people probably say I'm an extrovert because when I am out and about, I I'll introduce myself to everybody, talk to everybody. And um, I have no problem doing it. And I don't think about it at all while I'm doing it. Right. But whenever I'm not doing that, I, I'm like, I don't want to go do that. Yeah. <laughs> at all. Exactly. Yeah, like, I think people assume extra or introvert means awkward. Like, socially yeah, so. awkward. It's like, nah, man. Like, I know how to talk to people. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't want to do it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To me, it's exhausting. Like, I, while I'm doing it, I'll get the energy. I'll do it. And I'll enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But man, the idea of like leaving, like leaving the house to go do that is not entertaining to me. Were I'm you like, always this way, or is this, or is this, is this all old man shit? Is this all no, like, no? I, I have shit? been that. So like, I remember being very, very awkward. He's been as like a kid. Uh-huh. I was very afraid to like. I got so I have like a, a memory of like me being like maybe twelve or thirteen, and my sister being, you know, a couple years younger. And my dad giving me some money to go back up to the McDonald's line. You know, like we were hanging out playing in the ball pit or something with my other sister. Uh-huh. And um, I, I wanted something else. Here's some money. Go get it. And I'm like, uh, I can't do that. And make my sister go do it. You know, like you go talk to that crazy, scary man that's like 16 and I'm 13. You know, and being terrified. So, like, um, I, I know that I have always been kind of an introvert. I stayed in my room. I drew a lot. I stayed by myself a lot. But in high school, I guess... It it took a while, I get I guess, for me to realize that I can talk to people and I, I don't mind doing it. Right. I just had to meet the right kind of people to want to talk to them, you know, because right. I'm different than most people. I've, I've talked to you about that before. Like, I have these weird interests that don't really align with very many people, so I, I can't have conversations with very many people, not in depth anyway. Yeah, that's a thing. That's a thing. Like, yeah. Like, there, there's some weird aspect to it that's like, I don't want, I mean, a few different ways. I think, like, if if I start trying to meet this person and it doesn't work out, then I've wasted their time. Mm. I've wasted my time. Or maybe they end up liking me too much and I don't like them very much. <laughs> or oh, the other shit. way around. Or, like, these other weird. Clinger. Yeah, there's all these weird <laughs> dynamics that I'm like, I don't want to have, I just don't even want to have to deal with any of those. Right. Uh, and that. I'm sure that makes me miss opportunities, but it's like, man, that's... Yeah, because those are all things rattling off on your head before it's even happened. I can't... Yeah, I can't stop myself from playing out all of the possibilities before it even happens. It's fucking stupid. And you're like, I have enough friends. Yeah. I have... I have .68 friends. Yeah, I was like, no, I was like, no, I don't actually have enough friends, probably. (laughs) Like, as the number dwindles, it's like... It's like, I've met a lot of people in my life. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. No. Yeah, no, I, I don't like the idea of uh, meeting new people either. It's uh, horrible. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a lot of work, man. Like I, I feel like I, I I don't have a huge section of my day available anymore. It's already taken by this job. You know? And then like, okay, I got a little bit of time left and I have a kid. So right. like I I gotta be around for my kid. So here's something I'm worried about. Um how irritating is it whenever your friend whenever your kid makes friends with another kid and now you have to kind of be friends with that kid's parents. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, no, that, that happened. That's starting to happen to me more and more as my kids getting older. Uh-huh. Like I have to talk to them. And like I said before, I don't have a lot in common with most people. So I have a lot of really shallow conversations. <laughs> I'm like, all right, cool. It's like, I got to learn more about what these kids are doing so I can talk about that. Mm. <laughs> like, oh, these kids like Minecraft these days. What's that about? I got to learn more about Minecraft now just so I can talk to these parents about what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. I, God. Yeah. I always, I always run this weird thing where, like, if I talk to, if I, if I like run into like another dad and I try to talk about like kid shit. They don't want to talk about that. Like, they're good for, like, a, oh, kid's doing good. Yeah. Like, they don't want to talk about that for too fucking long. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, usually, I'll just ask people about their work, you know, and, and, I, and, I'll, and, I'll, and I'll really ask them the about it. The classic question, what do you do? Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about, like, 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 sometimes people who I know, like, and I, and I already know, like, oh, how's the dog oh, going? going? And, uh, oh, okay, well, what's that like? You know, um... But even that sometimes gets awkward because they're like, well, what do you do? And I, <laughs> I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you know, kind of kind of stay at home, dad, kind of, you know, but I do all this music stuff on the side, blah, 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 <laughs> da, 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 da. And they're like, oh. And they look at me like I'm an alien. I'm like a weirdo. I'm like, I can't be trusted. You know, it's a weird thing. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I, I, yeah. It, it's, so, it's so dumb. And uh, I feel really, I feel really like vulnerable and ashamed for even like saying this stuff. So I'm gonna say it anyway. But like, for a while, I, I had this, uh, I had this work from home job where I was, it was just like, uh, like doing invoices for like a medical records company. And I felt really good because when people would, I mean, you know, meet another parent and they're like, oh, what do you do? Oh, I work from home. I work for a medical records. Company. Oh, cool. You know, you have an answer to the question. I have an answer to the question. You're validated now. <laughs> I feel tempted to lie and state that I still do that just so the conversation's over, you know? And so, because if you're, they're like, well, well what do you do? Oh, I'm a musician. Like, oh, they got, they got like fucking, oh. they got a, they got 10 questions now. Right. Let and... me tell you all of my favorite music. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, if it, I wish it was just that. I wish it was just. Do that. they think you're like a band director? Do they think you're like in a major band on a major label or? They, they have no conception of no, what that means no, at all. No idea. And so it like yeah. usually it's like, oh, that's so cool. Um, what you know? And <laughs> I played guitar like once twenty five years ago. It was pretty cool. That stuff never bothers me. Okay, that stuff never bothers me. Yeah. Um, but it's I just imagine that happens all the time. Um, I don't know. I don't notice it when it does because, like I said, it doesn't bother. Doesn't bother me. Um, but then. But then some people will just be straight up like, "Oh, so your wife has a good job?" You Damn. Know? Damn. <laughs> like that Fuck. under the bus you go. Like, oh no no no. So like, <laughs> but how do you like how do you like pay for stuff though? Like people will some sometimes people will just go like straight straight fucking to that, <laughs> you know? And it's like, well, 
you, you know. That's you, when you flip them off and walk away because you don't need to be talking to this fucking person. Well, what if they're like, you know, your neighbor? Um, <laughs> that's what I always do. <laughs> You're like, I, so I, I say I, hello. That's how I you start think from I stay go with my fucking neighbors <laughs> with that. Um, oh, man. But yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's it's an interesting, I don't know. It's a thing that I, I think about and it's like, man, like, it's so, I don't know. It's just, it's just a weird thing. Um, just as far as like how different women and men are treated, like, you know, cause if a, if a, if a mom is a stay at home mom, that's a little more like, yeah. Oh, what do you do? Oh, I stay home, take care of the kids. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, there's certainly a bias against that. You know, absolutely. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, well, what do you do? Oh, I'm a stay at home. Dad, take care, take care of the kid. You know, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, even as far as that shit has come, like there's still a notion of the Just dad. Just tell him you're being... disabled, then you're good. Yeah, <laughs> get a disability check. <laughs> there's still that notion of the the dad being the breadwinner. Of the, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm not trying to like people still. Yeah. It's let me be very clear here. Um, this is not this is not like something that I have endured. This is not like a um. It's it's a mild irritance that I uh, a mild irritation that 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 I that I that I've encountered. It's it's more something I've noticed. You know what I mean? Yeah. This isn't like it doesn't compare to like the normal baseline shit that women have to deal with, because women have to deal women have to deal with both sides of it, right? Which is, um, if you're a mom and you go back to work, then you catch shit for that. If you're a mom and you stay home, then you catch shit for that too. Sure. And so, like, yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, I don't know. It just, it just sucks that 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 there's, and it's and again, it's like I don't even know if it's like that much of the the weight that I carry around is necessarily from individuals, like individual shit that like shit that individuals have given me or it's just like this sort of intangible like societal pressure like it's this internal kind of voice of like you're not a man if you're not making money just the weird expectation in the back of your mind yeah yeah um i don't know yeah i always kind of had that too man just, just not making as much money or something like that I, like I know it doesn't bother me like rationally, but like the societal pressures of it do because you're like I, I know that I'm being judged by somebody out there. That, that's yeah. what it is. Like, yeah, yeah right. and, that, and that sucks. It's like I don't feel bad about this, but you, I feel bad because you guys are judging me. Right. Like I know there's someone out there. <laughs> yeah. That, that is that is <laughs> like, that that thinks less of me, and, right. or or there's someone I've met who thinks less of me, or whatever. I don't know. So I'm gonna make up for it um, by. I, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do jujitsu. I'm gonna do, <laughs> I'm gonna do also the man shit, you know, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I get around that by just not giving a shit what they think. Well, you never have exactly. Because like, I, I know there's someone out there being like, "Dude, you're like 39 years old. You're not married. You got no kids. Fucking loser." <laughs> At least one person, probably way more than that. But I'm just like, I don't care. Just accept that. But you like literally never cared. Like really, what anyone thought? Yeah, that's true. 
but like in a calm yeah. way. The only other person I know who like I feel like really just didn't care what any other people thought was PJ. Mm. But yeah. it was but his was like like a almost like a focused like his was directed <laughs> like he was actively he actively not caring at you <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. Take that. <laughs> yeah um it's true that's true you were just very much like bring you know like you could bring whatever bullshit to robert's doorbed he'd be like whatever yeah they bothering me yeah you know i think as um you know as you get married have kids and then you're expected to engage with people that are in similar situations in mm-hmm. life and you're around these people regularly you feel those eyes are on you too so it's like even if you don't care at all you start to feel that pressure and you're like man like i i, I thought we were cool i didn't know you over here like talking shit behind my back that's a good point yeah <laughs> yeah it yeah and there is a it's a <clears throat> it's an interesting thing because there is a lot of once you do once other people are relying on you and whatnot like you you have to pull your own weight whatever that means and whatever that situation is and like that's you know and like whenever you're you know you're doing like the family thing you know what that's like and so it's probably hard to not project onto other families and stuff. I don't know. I'm yeah. Don't Cause listen like, to me. I'm not even well, I mean, just like taking what you just said there, like it, it does feel like um, people have a way of doing things and they think their way is better or correct. And so I'm not that they are trying to be jerks about it or anything, but it's just kind of natural for them to look and make assumptions or something, or you feel that they are, yeah, yeah, even if they're not actually, yeah, they're not. not that there's nothing there really, but you feel that way because you have your own insecurities. Yeah, that could be true too. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Ugh. But yeah, that's the, that's the sort of thing that people are brought up as, or around, or in, or whatever. Yeah, so like you, you see it, so you think that's the way it should be. Because I was raised in the opposite dynamic, you know, like dad breadwinner. My mom did stay at home for several years, you know, mm-hmm. and um, so like to to not that I was a stay at home dad, but being not the breadwinner. At first, that felt like I'm not carrying my weight. You know, like, yeah. like, we're not hurting at all. We're doing better than just about anybody. Why do I have this need? Like, I'm happy doing what I'm doing. What does it matter? Right, Why do I have yeah. this need to say, screw this. I need to go get a job I hate more to make more money so I can feel like I am the breadwinner now. Yeah. It's not a competition. Or, like, some, some what a lot of, like, dudes do if they're in a situation where their wife makes more than them, like, they... Excuse you? Was it just that did, one? Oh, it wasn't plugged all the way in. Oh, did it die? Is that one plugged all the way in? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I can click it just now. Okay, yeah, this one's good. So, we'll just have Richard's camera cut out for a little bit. Oh. To say like zero percent or something on the battery or like one percent or something three three okay rad <laughs> um, but yeah like you know like some dudes will if their wife wake makes more than them then they'll you know like find ways i don't know like oh god this sucks so much about relationships are really um really about power and negotiating power all the time and 
And so, you know, oh, well, my wife makes more than me, but I need to make sure she knows where she stands. So I'm going to treat her like shit or I'm going to talk shit about her in front of other people. And I'm going to, you know, Mm. all these, all these, you know, those are things that like happen. Yeah. All the fucking time. And it, (laughs) yeah, that's a shitty thing because, uh, like there, there's no need for that at all. You know, like I was saying a minute ago, like I was, I'm happy mm-hmm. doing this, but the, once again, the societal pressure is making me feel like I should be a jerk or something. So I had to use this power situation in some way to feel better about the fact that I'm not that. And <laughs> it's know, like an inverse, you know, <laughs> you're like, you know who, you know, who's the most powerful me for not caring about the power. <laughs> oh. Dude, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fight see. the power it's all it's all it's all pyramid robert's at the top because yeah. robert doesn't care about it's all in the being. mind there's not actually, actually uh, power being wielded here man. i just don't care enough that i'm at the top yeah. <laughs> of like, my own mind what's power <laughs> exactly power in here oh man yeah yeah but so you don't tell him you're a musician <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean really Sometimes you just wish that you had that easy out of like, I don't want to have to explain anything else, you know, yeah. like, I just want to give you an answer that like answers it and we can go on to like this surface interaction, you know, because I don't mind fucking talking about what I do or explaining it, but it's going to take some time. <laughs> I answer the question is that I'm a teacher and they always ask, well, what do you teach? And I don't have a good answer for that because I teach like 75 things. Mm-hmm. Like, well, what, do you, what do you do? Like, well, the majority of my time is working with cameras. You know, I teach photography. So do I tell people I teach photography? I don't know. I teach, I'm, I'm on the field taking pictures. And I'm doing sports photography. Am right. I a sports photographer? I don't know. <laughs> you know, I teach graphic design for like an hour a day. You know, like I have this podcast thing for an hour a day. You know, right, like everything right, I do right. is different throughout the day. So you I don't have a good teacher, answer. Communications yeah. teacher. So, uh, yeah, so, yeah, I'm a communications teacher. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just say that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there's no good way to just end that conversation right right right. yeah because you are you you really do so much (laughs) or teach so many different things yeah literally every class i have is different than the previous yeah man that's wild yeah i got five classes they're all different and a lot of it like relates to other people's experiences right yeah because they're all like journalism classes they're just different things you know like how what are we gonna do you know like photojournalism is a big part of that day but the other stuff is in there so yeah it's storytelling and interviewing people like talking about being an introvert and i'm over here tv while i interview people <laughs> <laughs> contradictions yeah. yeah 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 i talk about i talk about being an introvert and conscious about what i'm saying and here i am like putting goddamn fucking however many like 100 hours worth of me fucking talking like just right, fucking I on the internet talking. oh man foiled yeah, God. Now, like in you too, you're, you're full of shit. Also, man, exactly. you're talking about like, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I've I've got like hundreds of hundred something videos put up on YouTube of me explaining shit. It's <laughs> like I hate talking about oh. that. I don't know they exist though. True. <laughs> we're, we're, we're all liars. you're not having to do it in real time. Yeah, I know? just recorded it and you're listening to it. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, we're fucking liars, man. <laughs> yeah, we are all extroverts right here. We're full of we're shit. We're exhibitionists too. Just. <laughs> Hey, I didn't sign up for that. <laughs> just whores, just attention, attention seeking. Oh my god! You know. So how yeah. um, I can't remember actually the first time that I met you. Me? Yeah. Like you just. You're ninth grade year. 
Yeah, you're just this person I've just always known. Is it, or is it like? I don't really remember the first time meeting like almost all of you guys. I just know yeah. that I did your ninth grade years. Yeah, yeah I'm more with people that you knew. You were probably like, man, these ninth graders are so cool. Probably because I hung out with more of you than my own grade. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how that happened. <laughs> I mean, I, I had friends in my own grade too. Like, I probably had an equal number of each. I always felt like in high school I was hopping groups all the time. And yeah, it was so it was so weird were, yeah. for me because like you know I was always in my art class and I had like the art friends there, uh-huh. and then I would have like you guys and another group of people and I'm hopping around and I played sports with a lot of the people when I was younger so I hung out with some of the athletes right and it's hopping around, and I always felt like I got I had the ability or I was lucky enough to be able to hang out with another group without feeling like I didn't belong mm-hmm. you know like there was a, several of them I could just wander through and um, I wound up spending more time with you guys as the years went on right because i was more entertained with you guys than most everybody else i guess but yeah i was in that weird boat where i was on the football team but i didn't really um it was very isolated my social experience with those guys i mean i loved them cared about them friends with them but only in that setting mm you know, like I didn't go to any of their houses. I didn't go to yeah. any, I didn't go to any parties. Yeah, no, that's true there too. I didn't do any of that, but you like know. I had known them for a long time, hung out with them, but highly contextual. nothing. Yeah. Big. But I didn't really go to like, it's not like I didn't go to their parties. I didn't go to like any parties. Oh yeah. Me neither. I didn't think I left my house till I was like a junior. <laughs> I don't think I was allowed to. My dad, no, nah, shut oh, it yeah, down, true. man. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. yeah I wasn't allowed that. to leave, man. Did you stay with me? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'd probably stay with him too. Mm-hmm. I stay with everybody for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the re- I, I, we don't, I, we don't have to tell the story, but I, I do remember <laughs> that the reason that you ended up staying with me was because of something PJ did since since we mentioned him earlier. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember exactly what it was, but he destroyed the house. It involved ramen, I think. <laughs> I have no one knew it was food. Yeah, <laughs> it's always food. Yeah, yeah he always yeah. said ramen for sleep. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just yeah, this uh, clumsy. Yeah. Like, almost like 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 demigod of chaos, like <laughs> just like Goro. It just had multiple arms, just <laughs> yeah. Yeah. man. Like flailing yeah. and stumbling through your house, and then he yeah. and then he leaves, and your parents are real upset at you. Yeah, but he felt bad about it. So. Did he? I don't know. Probably remember. did. He said he did. I remember one I time he was one of those people who said he doesn't care. <laughs> so he he like, got yeah, so bad. Like my mom got so bad at him. Um, or she got so mad about because my house was the hub where everyone where we would practice at, right? And so, um, she got mad because I mean it's a lot of like fucking teenage boys and shit. So I guess someone was like pissing on the seat or something. And <laughs> oh yeah, okay. This is a PJ's. And boy. she got mad and was like, "Oh y'all can't fucking no one can use the fucking bathroom anymore. <laughs> y'all can't use the bathroom inside." Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you go behind the garage oh. from then on. And all I remember doing was peeing outside. I there. know, me too. And PJ was like, "Well, I have to shit." <laughs> and they're no longer welcome here. <laughs> and there was like, "What do you do?" And, but there was a we like, had like two or three acres or something there, right? <laughs> we did. We had two acres, but then we also had I um, we had replaced like a the year before or or I don't know months before we had replaced the toilet so there was an old toilet <laughs> oh god <laughs> <laughs> sitting out in the backyard like behind the shed and so he just he just I mean it wasn't like behind the shed like it was like visible you know and so he just shit in that 
and and that's, that that's pretty brave man i'd be afraid they're like snakes I or something in yeah. there. i mean he probably like kicked it and investigated it or some shit <laughs> he probably didn't know. he probably yeah. didn't yeah, probably not, PJ. Um, <laughs> and then i think my mom came out and, like saw him <laughs> PJ, what are you doing <laughs> shit that time oh god well you told me i could come inside <laughs> she just makes noises at it that's um, funny because it was like visible from the back door it was it? Yeah. it was and like <laughs> it's just not even behind the, not even yeah it's like in the whatsoever. side right no. the, the back yeah, like, window you wouldn't have to open the back door to see it like just, you could, yeah <laughs> doing dishes and it's like, like what the so is he sitting on the toilet for <laughs> wait what's that's shit <laughs> i know what he's doing and, man and like see oh only PJ, I feel like, or you know, I don't feel like there's a lot of people that, that would have just like, okay, well, I'll just, I'll just, oh look, there's a thing right there for me to shit in. Here we go. Yeah, I'm pretty I, certain I would have squatted down next to it before I got on I, it. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that I just wouldn't have shit for like days if necessary. Oh man, like <laughs> man, that's some willpower. <laughs> like I was, I was, I, I would just, I'm sure that that's, I was like, okay, well, I just won't be doing that. I'm so sorry, I asked. Okay, you know. Um, but leave it to PJ. Fearless. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. He might not have checked because he got. He also got like bit by a brown recluse at my fucking house too. That's some country shit. Right yeah. There. Yeah. yeah. Slept in a sleep bag. Fucking. What? Got some leg rot. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, of I don't remember that. Man. Shit like that. Yeah. So. Good. Man, they had to cut out a scoop of his leg. I think so. Ugh. Some things are nasty. Yeah. <laughs> Man. No. But no, I stayed there for like a week or something. I don't remember. But I don't remember getting kicked out or not, so I don't know. <laughs> probably I'm probably allowed to shit in the house while I was there. <laughs> yeah, I was allowed to shit in the house while I was there. I <laughs> the 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 uh the ban had been lifted by that point. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever I I would tell my mom like the past few years I was hanging out with Justin. She was like, Oh yeah, was that was that the was that the boy that stayed here and uh. And took the really nice shits. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, the boy that's who took, cleaned yeah. up after himself yeah. so well. I was like, yeah, Cle- that's cleaned up his shits. <laughs> He's not the one that shit in the toilet in the backyard, right? <laughs> oh no, she she never would have forgotten PJ. Yeah. She never forgot PJ. <laughs> oh god. But it's funny because like she would talk so fondly about him after like the moratorium of years had passed. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. That, 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 that's yeah. how that that's how that goes. You know. Right. Like yeah. if you. You leave that impression. <laughs> yeah. You will never forget me. And yeah. eventually you will like me. <laughs> <laughs> that dude. That's 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 some PJ shit right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> so uh, Dr. Couch. Dr. Yeah, Couch. Dr. Couch. Paging Dr. Couch. Yeah. He's not that kind of doctor, but <laughs> But he probably yeah. has someone say that to him sometimes. Probably. Yeah. 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 I hope so. That would make sense. <laughs> Paging Dr. Couch. Well, it's about an hour and a half in. Hour and a half. What? I didn't even realize. Oh, that's, yeah, I'm all, I'm, all, I'm all stuffy. <clears throat> that's not allowed. I did I did take a vid test before y'all got here, so. A vid just test? A COVID test. Oh, yeah. just, uh, just right. <laughs> so you're exposed. Yeah. <laughs> I tested myself for VHSs. VHSs. Oh, yeah, the VHSs. Like a color right. scan. Another or full circle. Yeah. Put the color <laughs> bars in front of the camera. Oh, man. So, but yeah. So it's not that. No. At least not, you know, 
what the test said. Yeah, at least not what the test said. The test. So, they're always I, correct. I, I don't I, I don't think it's that. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't honestly know. <laughs> you haven't had it yet. They're right? false positives, false no. negatives. I don't know, something like that. I, don't know. Yeah. I think there's a lot more false positives than false negatives. See, I, I had heard something like that, but I couldn't remember which one it was. Well, that's what you'd want. Yeah. yeah. You know, right. Err right. on the side of caution. Yeah. Right. For sure. Yeah. But um, no, I have not. Uh, still have still clean thus far. Still clean. As far as I know, maybe I had some. See, that's the same boat I'm in. I, I've never had it. I don't know. Yeah. I I, uh, I felt like I I felt it. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is different. <laughs> Shit hit you different. Um, this is different. Than How long ago was it that you had it? Um, two days. <laughs> Wait what? I had it two days ago, but I took another test today because I was re-exposed <laughs> no, to no, myself. No. Uh, two like two months. Uh, that's what I thought. It wasn't too too long ago, right? <laughs> man, oh man. There are people apparently with this newer one getting it again sooner. Like or way something, sooner. Right? Yeah, yeah. I feel I feel bad because I'm starting to like. No, I don't feel bad. I don't know. It's just. I don't want to fucking talk about COVID. Yeah. <laughs> no one wants to fucking talk yeah. about COVID. <laughs> it's been a couple of years. People have heard a lot about it. Yeah. If uh, they haven't heard about it by now, that's something's happened. <laughs> if you haven't heard about it by now, we have multiple episodes of this podcast talking about it. Oh, so yeah. See, there you go. Those. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be, I don't want to show up here and be like, yeah, let's talk more about COVID. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah if you're sick, that's us. <laughs> <laughs> Granted. Yeah. Yeah I, yeah. I I ain't got no vids. Yeah. It's a good deal. COVID? No vid, motherfucker. Get that shit out of here. That's it. No vid. There we go. Got it. Yeah, that's good. But you don't feel good. Something else. I'm just stuffy. I feel fine. It's allergies, man. I've never had allergies in the summertime really before. Mm. But this year I have. It's like been raining a ton in July. Like, that's weird. And I think every time it rains, it just ruffles everything up or something. I'm like sneezing all day. That's true. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. All I know is fuck that. I took allergy shots for five years, man. Allergy shots? Every week, allergy shots. For when what? I moved back here from Florida, I developed an allergic reaction to every plant oh that lives God. in the state. And I went there and got tested for it, and they did like those 80 prick yeah, pins yeah, on your yeah, back. Yeah. My whole back swelled up into one giant, <laughs> Was it giant in the, swollen the shape. shape of Texas? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, fuck you. You're not allowed here. You go back to Florida. My God. <laughs> but yeah, I had to do that. And they they gave me like a, an epinephrine shot and a bunch of Benadryl at the same time and sent me on my way to go home. I'm like driving home loopy as hell. And um, yeah, so I wound up getting shots for five years. And I'm a lot better than I was. But man, I, yeah. Damn. I had to do that shot when I... I do that shot do that shit when i was a kid yeah but allergy shots yeah allergy shits <laughs> allergy shits oh yeah yeah it, it is the shit. Sneeze. yeah I, I haven't been sick at all in two and a half years oh just fucking rules dude because <laughs> <laughs> i'm the only i'm the only person you see fuck i've had the flu twice in the past two years Woo. two and a half years Every time I'm like, at that point you're like COVID, terrified. Yeah. Like, no, it's fucking flu. Here what we go, hell? finally. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't, man, I don't know. Like, I've gotten a flu shot every year for like almost ten years since my kid was born. I guess. Mm-hmm. Never, never, never. And all of a sudden, COVID comes out, and I'm like, shit. <laughs> then I get flu a couple times in two years. Because the regular flu yeah. was like, we got to step our game yeah, up, dude. Like, yeah, it's like well, we got to make a comeback here, man. Someone's trying to take our fucking. This is getting our, shown up here. It's our territory. 
Well, you yeah. probably so you probably go to work out of school though, right? Yeah, so like I always run that risk because there's a lot of people there, you know. That's like, wild that you haven't. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. I don't know, I may have may have had something, but right. like I've never tested positive ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Because I've been but, working from home this whole time. Yeah, so you may. So have, I don't uh, have to get around anybody if I don't want to. Yeah, just keep staying it's the whole time. Like, uh, are you permanently remote now? Yep. Well, that's pretty nice. I, they should do that for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, hey, when they did that for me, they're like, you need to teach photography with cameras <laughs> these kids are at home <laughs> make it work this is photojournalism what events are we taking pictures of <laughs> <You're> <laughs> right. go to the football game that's canceled <laughs> calendar's awfully clear yeah. now yeah it's really I was like, all right we're gonna learn how to do this with your ipads <laughs> it was it was really interesting uh however long that lasted <laughs> i remember talking to you like during that summer yeah it was shitty, man. It was it was stressful, like having to do class. Yeah, I'm at school teaching everybody at home, and I teach a class that can't be taught like remotely. Because they didn't like give everybody their own cameras. Yeah, I mean, I have like 15 for a class, so they would have to share if everybody had them all out at the same right. time anyway. But to give like a hundred students a camera, right? That ain't happening. And then, like I said, like the point of this is it's journalism. You're supposed to take pictures of events, and there mm. were none. Did you? Not did you really? feel like you were like phoning it in or yeah i felt like i felt like that was kind of like the it was not said at all by like administration or the staff really but like yeah basically it felt like we're going to survive this year and that's our right. goal right you know we're just going to make it to the end and make sure these kids are ready to go whenever things are normal sure yeah and but... um that, that's kind of hard to go a whole year like that you know like yeah, I, I, if you like really buy into the whole education system too, like you're like I'm there to make a difference in kids' lives, and you're one of those people. Like I, and, and if it was early in your career, is your first uh, first year teaching or something? Like yeah, that's a yeah, that's an interesting first year. <laughs> right. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. That is a that is a drag about. Well, you know, because that's why you get it. You don't get into teaching for the fucking money. Yeah. You get into it because you're like, oh, you know, this is an honorable. I want to make a difference and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I enjoy that part, hanging out with kids and doing what I can and everything. But uh, it certainly didn't feel that year. That, or at least the only way I, I think I could, I felt maybe probably several other teachers was that you're just someone, for, you're an outlet to the outside world. Right. Other than like people that are locked in their house with and on like right. online games or whatever, you know. Yeah, and I mean, I can see how that would really suck. But on the other hand, like they probably really needed it. Yeah, I think so because I, I had a lot. One of the nice things I can say about that year is I had a lot of individual conversations with students. Like mm -hmm. they would they would stay after like the meeting because it was like only ten minutes set it up and then you do your work for the rest of the period, right? Yeah, I see. Um, but some of them say, "Hey, can I stay after a couple minutes?" And some of them they would talk to me the whole rest of that hour, you know. Wow. And, um, it's like, they just needed someone to talk to and they would, but to be fair, a lot of my students I've had for four years in a row. So I've known them for a long time. So like, they feel pretty comfortable talking to me early on like that. Sure. But I, yeah, I felt like some of them needed it. Yeah. But like know? being able to, to be that outlet is yeah. still pretty cool. Just like another adult that's not their parents, you know, it's not going to sit there and yell at them about anything and yeah. just like to vent or whatever. Cause they're stuck in the same house as their parents. Yeah. 24 seven. Yeah. And they've been that yelling point. at them for like six months straight. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That I, when I was teaching in a music school, that was one of the things I started to realize is that uh, 
that's the one of the one of the main services that I'm offering is I'm 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 another adult con- that's in this kid's life consistently that cares about them and wants the best for them and that can give them good advice and and more most importantly just cares about them you know but bes- that's besides their parents right. and like that's doesn't have all the same baggages a parent will have right yeah. right and that and that that's that that's almost one of them the that's almost the thing that the parents were the happiest to like pay for like they don't really care about like how much Johnny improved on the drums in six months like they care that he's always looking forward to going to the drum to the lesson you know right yeah um and whatnot but but yeah that is an interesting thing that I mean it's that saying right oh it takes a village or whatever but you know like they need having like other positive adult influences and whatnot I mean, I've seen it with tutoring too, like where they're, where like kids, like the parents, like they know how to, like they know what the kid needs to learn, but the kid just won't, (laughs) yeah, won't receive it from them, right? Or I don't know, like maybe the maybe the parents are shitty teachers or something too, I don't know, yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, there's some things with like some of the kids, like um, like because my class is an elective and everybody kind of has their own individual projects, everybody's kind of gauged differently than one another, you know, and their their expectations or whatever is all a little different. So like whenever I have like a, somebody in position of leadership, they look at me like, Hey, you need to like talk to this person here or I need to do it or whatever. And, um, for some of them, they don't realize that them just showing up to school today and me having a positive conversation. That was my goal for them. You know, right. like, yeah, they got stuff to do and they're not going to hit their mark. Probably they'll do something, but really them getting here today and having a positive interaction to me is the most important thing for that student today. And, um, so I, I try to try to find those kind of things and do that. So yeah. you never do, realize like how many people just need that. Sure. Yeah. Do you feel like high school kids are put under more or less pressure than we were? So, like, I have kids ask me that kind of question a lot, you know, and I, and I think it's easy for – I always tell them, like, that school is harder now than it was when we were kids. But, like, their parents always say the same things. Like, they went to school, like, they're our age, you know. They're like, I could have got all A's. How come you can't, you know. And they always put that pressure on them, like, school's not as hard as you're making it. But I'm like, all right, so like these iPads, for example, uh-huh. they have every class on there. And every time a teacher makes a, a post to it, they get a notification. They have a to-do list with like 500 things on it because every class puts every little thing like, oh, I have to answer this question. I got to turn in this assignment. And then you look at that. And if I, if I was looking at that as an adult, I'm like, my to-do list is not achievable. Dude, my blood right. pressure just went up. Yeah, just, like <laughs> screw this. So like they don't even like they're already like inundated with all this <coughs> pressure of just getting the trivial stuff done. And then – the testing stuff is through the roof nowadays, you know? So yeah. Cause we just had like toss. Yeah. And it was like relatively easy. Or... I would, I would say, you know, looking at what the stuff that I'm seeing now. Mm-hmm. Um, but... yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know if it was necessarily easy, but it was only like, Oh, we got to get ready for it this one time of the year. 
Right, because like just, now there's like testing every few weeks or whatever to make sure you're on pace to hit the one. I don't remember taking a bunch of standardized tests. This is like this is the, the pop one. quiz my teacher made. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. This is like this is the same one everybody in the district's taking, and you're gonna compare me to everybody else and see what I didn't hear. Yeah, there wasn't that. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, and they, and they're always making the kids like crunch their own numbers so they can see where they're at, so they're hyper aware of how well or poorly they're doing. They're trying to teach shitty arithmetic in every <laughs> single course. Yeah. <laughs> what is like, that? Oh man, I'm like falling behind. I guess I might as well give up. And look at my workload over here. I'm like ipad yeah that's crazy <laughs> so it, it's just it's just a different like vibe altogether with school and and i think the parents don't realize how it's different mm-hmm. but they put the same pressure that their parents did like you better have all a's because i've talked to a handful of students like like you know a b means good right mm. and they're like no i have to have all A's. Mm. why you know and they're like because my parents are going to make me get all A's. Like, but to get all A's, you're staying up till 2 or 3 in the morning every day. That's not healthy for you. You need sleep. I mean, I stayed up to 2 or 3 in the morning also, but I was playing video games and listening to music. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. See, I never did. <laughs> I, I was all, I've always been an early bird. You know, 10, 11 o'clock at night. I was going to bed in high school, but I, I couldn't stay up late. But uh, To this day, I can't. I no, I mean, to this day, that's, that's what time I go to bed. I'm like, yeah, I, I just said it. And, He's asleep right now. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, but I always looked at that as like, yeah, they're probably up doing homework and not, they're not done as soon as they should be because they're doing other things too. They're on social media or whatever, and it's taking longer than it should, but still they're not getting the proper amount of rest and that stress is staying on them as long as they're not finished. Yeah. So. Yeah. Even if it is like a similar workload to what we had, Mm -hmm. that, that version of like getting, having it be micromanaged for them. That's what I think it is. It's probably similar workload. I don't think that they're being asked to do too much more than what we did, but yeah, they're on them every step of the way. Every, every little, like it's a progress check. Every, yeah. Having every it be ever present day. like that yeah. in your mind. Cause at yeah. least like we were able to just be like, I'm yeah. not going to do that or whatever. Forget and about having it. Your for a while. teachers send you messages directly to your room. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> you know, like, oh. yeah. I can't imagine. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, it, it's just, it's a lot of pressure on them, but like it was bad enough when college courses did that. And I wanted to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right. but I also mm-hmm. say that like um, the, tie it into like their social life nowadays too, though, because when I went home, I was done for the day. Like, there's right. nobody else getting in. You know, like you would have to call my house, have my dad answer, and then <laughs> right. ask to talk to me. And now they're like just a hotline straight to you, and you're like, oh, I gotta talk to these people or whatever. You feel that pressure to be engaged with that all night as well. I hadn't thought about it quite like that uh, of that. Like there's a pressure to engage. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. yeah. Because if you disappear, like there's always those people talking about like that, like, like you didn't respond for however long. It's like, what have you been doing? Like even as friends, it's not even like a romantic relationship between them. It's just friends. Like what what's going on? Right. <laughs> you know? He didn't so, like yeah. my post. Like yeah. what's the deal? I was in my room. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm not like a good a, answer. Like a group chat with some dudes, some younger dudes I'm in, you know, I'm in a band with. And I, and I, you know, like I'll delete my fucking Instagram app for like a few days at a time. And I'm always like, hold on, let me pull this up onto my desktop and see if I got any miss, how many missed messages I got from these. Let me make sure that I'm not, I'm not like, they didn't ask me something specific that I'm avoiding. You know, I logged into my social media stuff for the first time a couple of days ago in like two years. <laughs> Two years. I ignored wow. all the inbox stuff immediately. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I didn't even open it. Like, eh. Yeah. Wow. That's wild. Yeah. Um, 
I'm gonna pause for a second. Dude, it's like all of my favorite shows release like new seasons in like the same week of each other. Like Stranger Things, Westworld, Umbrella Academy. Like um, all like So that Westworld thing I see on HBO that's new? Yeah. I just thought they were like trying to push an old show. The old one, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I was man. like, oh okay, I, I remember that. Dude, I I, I uh recently earlier this year I went back and rewatched like season two and then went back and did season one, two and three or whatever. Anyway, that's one of my favorite series of television. I need to huh. watch it. So I watched season again. one and I, liked it well enough. I've only seen season one and part of two, I think. And two's really know. good. Like the thing the really the thing is is you kinda it's one of those shows that um <laughs> if you have a big gap in between when you watch season one and season two you're going to start watching season two and you're going to be confused as fuck. Um, and so... Because yeah, there were so many little things you discover along the way that you need to keep in mind. Yeah, and they... And I mean, it kind of intentionally, you know? Like, yeah. it's... Like, we thought we hated the fucking second season. We didn't finish it because we started watching it around the time that it came out, which was around the time that Max was born. Then it's the same thing for me. I started watching it and quit. <laughs> yeah. Well, and we just did not have the mental capacity sure. for it then. It was yeah. like, what? 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 And, uh, but I rewatched it earlier this year. Yeah. I can't remember a single movie that came out like in 2013 or 14, like that whole time period. I was like, <laughs> right. I don't think I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Find yeah. ticket stubs for it later on. Oh. <laughs> it's like, oh, I actually went there. Dude, there's a friend of Allison's that's like that. Like, she can't, she, she will watch movies and then forget that she's seen them and then she'll watch it again. And like not remember until the ending. Man, it's like, a good movie. That's awesome. <laughs> but she doesn't. Re- this is so riveting. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like it's a coin toss because it's oh, like, yeah. oh man, I remember this. This is awesome. So they need oh, to be wait. able to leave labels on your streaming services, like you know, like <laughs> yeah. shitty ending. Don't rewatch. <laughs> Got a fucking spreadsheet, you know? Because there's like a lot of some movies, but like there's a lot of games I wish I could play for the first time again because you discover oh. things and you can't go back and rediscover things. But if yeah. you forget you did it, then you totally can do that. <laughs> okay, so what would what's like what's one of the first games that comes to mind when you think about that? The Witness. The Witness. Yeah, it's a puzzle game. Okay. You remember the game Mist? Yeah. You walk around an yes. island and solve puzzles. It's Fuck yeah. Kind of based off of that. Okay. In a, in a weird way, but you you walk up to like a pedestal and it has a line puzzle that you have to figure out. You have to figure out the rules of these puzzles, and they all have different rules. Okay. And as you figure out the rules, you were able to solve other puzzles because you can compound these rules onto these other ones. And then there's a whole aspect of it where you're going through this world and this island, and you don't even realize that if you look at a certain part of the sky and line up the clouds and trees a certain way, a shape forms, and you can click your cursor up there and make shit happen. And you don't even know that's a thing in the game. Okay. And if you find one of those, your mind fucking explodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Because yeah. there's like 150 more of those to go find. So, like, uh, these Easter egg type things are part of the game, though? Yes. Oh. Yeah. It's a whole little layer of the I, game I built in. Play that but that's game. the sort of thing where I'm like, <laughs> if I could rediscover that again, because it blew my mind the first time so hard. Like that's yeah. one of the that's one of the best one of the, those games I can think yeah, of. I suck so hard at puzzles. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do that that game miss. I like played for like like two minutes, man. I'm well, like, oh, fuck this game. That yeah. was super obtuse on purpose, but oh. yeah. 
That was yeah. before they knew how to like telegraph shit well. <laughs> yeah, I, I felt the same way about Mist. I was like, I really like walking around in here, and I like the idea of this, but I am not good at this actual game. Mm. Yeah. See, I had a good experience with that because my dad bought it, and we sat down and played it together, and we like, took notes and shit. Oh. So that was oh, how you're like okay. kind of meant to play that game. Otherwise, you're totally lost. Did you get in the King's Quest games back then? I never did, no. Oh, God. I was all about me me and Chris fucking Connor, dude. Fucking, like, those, those you know, were, like, King's Quest, like, 3. I have a lot of, like, nostalgia for, like, especially King's Quest 3, you know. But, like, it's the characters all pixelated, and, you know, and it's all, like, typing commands, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. all that kind of, like, open drawer. Text-based, like, verb entry. Yeah. Mix poison or whatever that fucking shit is and stuff but i don't was, recall this game at all <laughs> but it was it was insane like how much with just those like those poor graphics and just that kind of input how much imagination and how involved you felt in right. it you know yeah it's probably why I've never been much of a gamer. I've never felt that before with a game, like like in it and immersed. You know, mm -hmm. I know people do, but I've never felt that way. I felt that every game I've ever been is like, while I'm in it, every minute counts, and I'm feeling it. Oh God, you know, I'm like, <laughs> so terrible. It's like man, like okay, so like if it's a good game, I'm like I'm enjoying these ten minutes that I'm playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like man, I could never just lose track of time in a game. Mm. I can't do it. I'm I'm nostalgic for, like the first. For like the first seventy hours of Skyrim that I played, yeah, <laughs> you know, right, like the, because part of it is just like the age that I was, like, because I, I was, I don't know, I was, I was what, like almost, <clears throat> I wasn't thirty yet, and but like, because I would do the most reckless. I mean, it's not that fucking reckless. But it's like your character in a video game. No, 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 no. In my life. Like, oh, okay. I, like, 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 <laughs> I thought you were. Okay, I got you. Like, like I would the make like a, a pot of coffee and like bake a sheet of cookies. Holy shit! At like ten o'clock at night. Oh hell yeah! Like, um, staying up all night. Yeah, and I would. And the thing is, is it's you know, like the first time that you do that, and like how exciting it is to like find thing and do the thing and finish the quest. You're so immersed in it. Oh, it's so cool. Blah, blah. It's never <laughs> that good again. No. Ever. <clears throat> But yeah, I would get myself on these like caffeine sugar highs and fucking oh, doped up <laughs> playing fucking playing fucking Skyrim. Maybe that's the secret. And then some, <laughs> get high. It's like, man, I need yeah. to yeah, I need then, to I need to get high and play some games. Or then sometimes and then like and then like sometimes like I would smoke smoke weed that my girlfriend left there and just watch the menu. <laughs> the <laughs> menu is awesome. Like the the, the, the smoky like signal yeah the, or uh, the, insignia rather. No, uh, the, the not the the um. It's like a smoky black screen, right? The is level up about? screen. Oh, okay. Like you know, like the constellations and all that yeah, shit. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, was good. okay. <laughs> it's good, good, gotcha. good fodder you. for that kind of thing. I got you. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but. That's probably so. That was better than playing it. I mean, <laughs> when I was when I was yeah when I was stowed out of my mind, yeah. You didn't have to think about what you were doing anymore. I couldn't muster the will to like. like oh, these buttons are real heavy. <laughs> yeah, like I'm just gonna like, I I I, I like found some note, you know, because I I I'm like a compulsive note taker on my phone. Um, and whatnot. Like I have like thousands and thousands and thousands of notes. Um, and, but I, 
I I found one like that I had made while I was like high as fuck <laughs> during that time period, and I was like, the Grateful Dead makes sense now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't some, believe you. Some shit like that. <laughs> I don't believe you. Hi, Richard was wrong. <laughs> oh man, that'll be the that'll be the one that'll be the one that'll be a bridge too far. Like the one thing that I won't be able to pull. So you actually review your notes? <laughs> I do. I have like twenty in there, and they're like really old. I'm like, I never even knew I made these. Dude, I've had I've had like this new phone for like thirty minutes, and I and it's already a hundred notes in there. Oh god! No, not really. But no, mine sync to the iCloud thing, so they're like ten years old, and oh, I never yeah. even knew that I, I had them. Mine too, oh. <laughs> and that, that's why there's like four thousand, maybe oh, five thousand of them, or something. Man. It's ridiculous. What do you just stream of conscious stuff like? I don't know, man. It's <laughs> like I'm planning on my life at four thousand times. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm sure there's a lot of repetition in there <laughs> because I'm trying to think. I have notes like that too, but they're like recipes or like, yeah, like I have like my shopping list. shopping list. Yeah, <laughs> totally. I have like three of those. Like I don't even yeah. delete these. I'm sure like there's two hundred shopping lists in there that I didn't delete. Um, you know, I do the same thing, but I do it on my computer because I'm always on my computer. So I just put it like in a notepad file. Yeah, I fucking opened. <laughs> I was like digging through something for some reason, and I opened a randomly named. Uh, text file fairly recently and it was just one line of text and it, and it just said the French press of Bel Air. I gotta remember this. I gotta write this show at some point or something. That was gonna be a, a, a song you were gonna make? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> like, I didn't remember this. <laughs> yeah. I'm a, I was like, I gotta make sure I write this down and keep it. I'm winning awards on this one. <laughs> yeah. Here comes Forever. my Grammy. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. Well, I was a years old. I have no fucking clue. Oh, but I'll, uh, yeah, I'll do that shit on my computer. I I have a li- uh, one in my phone for real that is that kind of stuff, but it's mostly like what me and my daughter talk about. And, uh, <laughs> so I have one like then. I have That's this nice. a poem that because I used to wake her up in the morning and like I would just lay in bed with her for like twenty or thirty minutes and just goof off with her before she had to get up. And I have like this poem that she wrote like uh, lettuce in, but <laughs> it's called like lettuce like the lettuce that you eat and it's mm-hmm. lettuce in it's yeah. like lettuce in lettuce in the lettuce in won't let us in <laughs> so we went somewhere else <laughs> dude and i'm like that is and absolutely... I this one little line after that he goes ninja near engineer <laughs> and i'm like i don't even know what these mean you wrote that or she wrote she, that these are things that she says that's absolutely something your daughter would say <laughs> right. so like all this weird alliteration and stuff that i've always loved it yeah and, yeah and, like the stuff that like we wrote in that book of all the insanity, like she right. spouts this stuff when she's half asleep. Oh wow! And I have this notebook or this note file of just like tons of things she That's said. Rad. Some of them are one liners, and I'm like, these are so clever. That's amazing. It's like we need to turn this into an illustrated kids book by a kid. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's awesome. Like uh. Wow. Yeah, that's. Max says crazy shit. Like. <laughs> Because, you know, man, it's negotiation. Like, all peace is tenuous and all peace <laughs> and everything is negotiated is is what I've – is is the stage of, of toddlerdom that we're in. But, you know, like I'll be like, hey, we're going to do this. And, and, and he's like, I don't want to. And I'm like, well, it's not really your choice. He said, it is my choice. I took it from you yesterday. Oh, shit. <laughs> he remembered yesterday. It was your choice and now it's mine. I took it. Oh, Sam, temporal permanence. Awesome. <laughs> Damn. And then uh, you know, like, hey, buddy, you gotta, you know, you, you know, don't, don't this, don't that. And it was like, like I don't know, like, don't, That's don't, awesome. don't jump off of the cat. Whatever, whatever, don't thing. Like, don't, don't scream in the middle of the restaurant or whatever. And he was, 
I, I can scream if I want to do. <laughs> that, that's like his thing. I can verb if I want to, to do. do. If I want to do. <laughs> nice. It's nice. But yeah. Fun I, times, man. They make good memories. I, I, I get weirded out because I don't feel like I remember enough of, of the stuff that he does. But that's depressing. They, they, no, no, I feel the same way. But the, the good thing that I've noticed, at least, is they come back randomly in weird times. Oh, okay. That's and good. You're that's like, hopeful. You're just like randomly sitting here talking with people and something popped out like, let us in. Like, oh, yeah, I haven't thought about that in a long time. Right. You know? Yeah. So you never know what's going to trigger it. That'll, that, I look forward to that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I look forward to that. Now, my kid's in a weird stage now. Like, um, she's like older to where now it's just like almost like adolescent type rebellion. Mm. Like, mm. I'm not listening to you. I'm not going to say nothing to you at all. I'm not listening to you either. <laughs> you know, like, and just, man, like, why, why are you being a dick? <laughs> Was she like ten? Yeah. She's gonna be nine soon. Yeah. Okay. So, she's just like, it's like no matter what you teach your kids, like you think you're doing everything right, like all these things that I learned that are horrible, I'm gonna prevent them. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut them off at the pass, and I'm gonna teach my kid the right way. And then you don't realize like how like pervasive society is. <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> you're like, Dad, they learn all that shit anyway. <laughs> you're oh, man. like, man. So now I gotta just teach them how to be like a good person in that whole thing. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> scary you're like i just don't want to be the one hitting them yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah we leave that to society to knock you down (laughs) yeah Uh, Yeah. we're 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 just the generation that's letting go of the traumatize your children before the world can traumatize traumatize them (laughs) strategy the only way to prepare your your child for the trauma of the world is to traumatize them before the world can (laughs) toughen them up yeah, turn them into little sociopaths. Let them appreciate you for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Max is Max is like. I mean, it kind of feels like the same thing sometimes. Where, like, I was at, I was hanging out with a friend of mine in this uh, big band that I'm at, in and his 18 year old son was with him, and so, and he was like talking about something, and his son. It's like, no, no, dad, no, that's not what happened. No, no, no. And I was like, <sighs> so it doesn't stop. <laughs> Never. Got it. it. You know, I was like, this is, this is really fascinating because that, that is the same exact energy that I get from like my toddler who's like, will just disagree with me for no reason about anything for an whether, unspecified amount of time whether they're aware of the thing that they're disagreeing about or not yeah they don't even disagree truly yeah. <laughs> they're just doing it for practice the, uh, <laughs> right. the only thing that he's sure about is that i am not right yeah um but i guess the difference is that since he's a toddler he still wants to be close to me while thinking that i yeah. am an idiot mm-hmm. <laughs> like he thinks i'm an idiot i don't know what i'm doing it, da, 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 yeah. da, but he still wants to sit in my lap while thinking those things right and then uh, cherish the parts you can <laughs> yeah 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 um a while back evie was um talking to me um uh, like i had said several things in a row that she actually agreed on is like that i'm right and i know something right mm-hmm. she's like she's like 
gave it to me. She's like, you know a lot of things. I was like, yeah, I'm not fucking stupid. <laughs> I was like, is that what you, you think? I'm just like, stupid? <laughs> like, you said that so surprisingly. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I was like, man. like, But that's, I think that's what kids just think about their parents. That, yeah, you're dumb. You know, like I, you're not experiencing the world the way I am. That's not the way it happened. You know, you don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Yeah. You know, but like, yeah, I've, I've experienced it. <laughs> Similar things. Yeah. I don't know what that's about. Yeah. I'm, oh. I'm sure I'll have plenty of ideas about it. <laughs> oh yeah. So. Hopefully those are all the ones we forget though. Right. <laughs> all the good ones. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh yeah, the good stuff. Yeah. Can give her a lot of crap. <laughs> well, do you yeah. want to talk about Mudvayne? Because <laughs> yeah. if we're going to, yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> we better. Wasn't that the point? <laughs> well, you know, yeah, well, yeah. sitting over here just talking about all kinds of shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, we're gonna see how it went. Sure. Uh, I have a lot of thoughts on this. Do yeah? you? No, no, no. Oh, really. good. <laughs> <laughs> I might, I might have some thoughts. Uh, all so, those notes you got. In- I took a lot of notes. <laughs> They're all up here from 20 years ago. All right. <laughs> That's all you need, honestly. Yeah. I remember 20 years ago. I don't know if I ever bought that CD, though. I think this is a second copy of it that I had because I think the one that I had got stolen in Fort Worth. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was not nearly. I remember having a lot of burn CDs from you guys, so you guys probably hooked me up. I don't know. <laughs> probably, yeah. Man, I wanted to. I brought it up on one of these shows before, but the album that I always associate with you is the first System of a Down album. Oh, yeah, I love that album. I know. Do you remember when you bought it? I probably one of the only albums I ever bought, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Were you with me? Did we go to Best Buy together and get yeah, it? Yeah, we did. And I just like randomly pick one? Well, it was a bunch of us, and I was like, I recommended it to you because I had heard Sugar. Oh, okay. and I was like, yeah, I think this is like some ska shit. You might like this. Oh, I, I don't, don't know why. I thought you you like- <laughs> this is like, I think it's some ska. You might like this. I'm like, my ska guy? Yeah. <laughs> what am I a ska guy? Like, I, I, knew, like ska. I knew you. I didn't think you liked ska. I don't know <laughs> yeah, why I, I recommended ska. you. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I ever was like wearing a shirt that said fuck ska or anything. <laughs> you didn't say fuck ska. You didn't say you love yeah, ska. Yeah, I didn't love it. Didn't hate it. So I, don't no, know I do remember from. that uh, that day now. Yeah. yeah. I remember uh, being in there and grabbing it. and um, Yeah. Dude, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. yeah I, I, it's one of the few I ever bought. And I remember it was Best Buy. First, I don't know why that stuck in my head so hard. but I, Well, maybe the reason is because you came back later or you called me or something or you talked the next day or some shit. Yeah, you're like, like, this is good? You're like, motherfucker, this is Scott. I don't know what is this? <laughs> what is this shit? These guys are fucking really angry. Yeah. But then it turned out you love it. And we all, and like, yeah. that was how I introduced myself to it. That's really funny because, like, during that time period, they became one of my favorite bands. Like, so, like, to just say it was a random just pickup. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I wound up like, really you really liking that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that second album right. came out, and I was like, yeah, I love this one too. Like, they, they became like a band I really liked a totally. lot at that time the period. Second album's one of the best albums ever made. Oh, yeah. I listened to that album not too long ago. Like, it's still I, great. I listened yeah. to that shit on repeat driving to El Paso and uh-huh. back, like, in one day, 12 hours in, 12, day, uh, 12 hours back to pick God, up my sister. Damn. And I had that shit on this repeat. <laughs> I think at the same time I had it mixing it between that and uh, what Slayer album came out around the same time. God hates us all. Yeah. So it was like when that was done, put the other one on. It was just those two. <laughs> nice. We're like in the desert. <laughs> there was no, oh, no radio or nothing. Just like nonstop. True. Those two albums back and forth. Yeah. Those came out within like a month or so of each other. Okay. I think. Yeah. So. So sorry. out of all of the like, I like anybody that knows me probably knows I don't know a lot about music. <laughs> but those two albums I probably actually know quite a bit of just because of that trip. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so. Sure, sure, Man. sure, sure. But uh yeah, I used to that toxicity was 
like my go-to um, album to just play drums along to because mm. the it's just really fun. <laughs> Seems like it would be fun. Yeah, and, and and the songs are so the songs are so good and so yeah, yeah. so fun. Great album. Uh, yeah, man. Man, we sure are not here to talk about stuff of the town. All right, I'm. Uh, yeah. I always Maybe think of uh, <laughs> the, the second uh, Power Man Five Thousand album is the album. I think. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Because um, yeah. that's I, the Stars Revolt. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I think listen you, to that one a lot. I think you yeah. had it with you when you stayed at my house. I, I just I have a memory of oh, yeah. being in my room and you having it. Did I not have the um, the first one? Was it Mega Kung Fu Radio? Was the first one? I had that one already. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I probably listen to that other one a lot because I'm weird. I like thematic type stuff, so it has like a theme or something. Mm-hmm. Especially like like bands that like Rob Zombie, for example, someone I always love because I like like robots and monsters and just like. Oh yeah. Right. So if there's a theme with anything, I'm like, oh yeah, because I, I can visualize it in my head. I'm a visual <laughs> sure, person. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. this is awesome. I like this kind of shit. It's so, so fucking weird. <laughs> but I, I really got into that band for the, that album too. Right. Are you being into it. Um, validated that album for me, so then, oh, yeah. so I got into it. <laughs> once I found out you were into it, how was it received by most other people? It's like, oh fuck, Power Man Five Thousand, it's shitty. <laughs> I think it was pretty well received. It was just kind of the one hit thing. Oh, was it? I don't think they really came back after that, did they? Yeah, well, or they had an album, but I don't think it did nearly as well. What was weird was that I was already a fan of their first album. That's true. And so already knowing and being a fan of their first album. It didn't feel like they came out of nowhere, I assume. Well, but that album is the second one is so different. <clears throat> yeah, it was very different. Like, like music altogether. <laughs> I still quote shit from the first album, you know. <laughs> Twenty miles to Texas. Twenty five to hell. <laughs> like you shit wow, like that. that. Was that album. Um <laughs> I remember it's funny, I remember that quote from you, but not where it came from. <laughs> That's where. <laughs> That's where yeah, 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 yeah. All right. It's the Texas um, part of the Kung Fu. Metal. <laughs> Kung Fu Radio. Oh, that's too. Yeah. You know, it's a. It so I don't. A, I don't know. That's interesting to me because I think I might have got that album after the other one. Then maybe I had the, that first, but I wasn't. I don't know how it came about them. Yeah. I don't know what made me even try that one at all. Well, that that second album got a lot of push, like the you know. But see, like most of my knowledge and about music comes from you guys. So like whenever you guys are like, "Hey, here's something new," like I'm not. I don't expect to hear that I'm someone that would have introduced some people to music, you know, cause I'm not looking for new music. I mean like, okay, this is, this is what I'm about guys. Check this stuff out. Well, you know, man, I, you never know. Like I might've saw like some kid younger than me that I didn't think was cool enough wearing a power man 5,000 shirt mm. for the new album. Been like, Oh, well clearly this album sucks. <laughs> and then, Oh, well this Justin guy listens to it. Okay. Well it can't be, it, 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 it can't be too bad because I saw him punch that one dude in the face so this <laughs> album's gotta be kinda cool okay like power man punch yeah. you know like yeah. you, you can't like trust my like 14 year old assessment of the world like yeah, I wasn't that's true. I didn't have like an even like <laughs> hey man as long as you enjoy it man that's cool I'm glad to help <laughs> I mean if I hadn't talked to you into buying that system of down I wouldn't have bought system of down until later on so yeah man we might have missed out on the entire next album too I, th- I think I think my first the first time I heard that song Sugar was or was it Sugar? Yeah, I think it was Sugar. It was was like forty seven eleven doing a cover of it. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Is it the first sure. time hearing it? Yeah, that might have been like oh, the man. first time. I think like, you're right. Yeah. Like, that I That's heard interesting. It. Uh, they did that. I think. Is what I, yeah. Yeah. It was man. either. 
I think it was Sugar. Yeah. I think that's what they played. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. With like Brennan on drums and um, Josh played bass. Brandon Ellis, Ellis on guitar. On guitar. I think. Yeah. Did Cambrick sing? Maybe. Yeah. That sounds right. Sounds right. Was this in Kinnipiq too? Yeah, that's when I remember seeing him. Yeah, yeah, that's I remember seeing it. I think I remember seeing them at one of those one time. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I guess we'll get this done. <laughs> so excited. Well, get over this shit. <laughs> yeah. Fuck this album. Fucking <laughs> two, two, two hour long preamble. Um. So all right, uh, so Mudvayne LD50 came out two thousand. Um, two thousand. I took notes on it. <laughs> came out two thousand. Nailed it. August. Um, I took notes on it and I called them. <laughs> you called them? Title up there. <laughs> the stupid song title <laughs> yeah 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 because yeah. of you know yeah. track 15 or whatever yeah, I couldn't help it. that's uh, well well played well played that'll definitely yeah that'll it'll play well on the audio as well <laughs> yeah because <laughs> we're describing everything um yeah no see i don't know if i ever read that before <laughs> fair all right so never had a legit copy Probably burned. <laughs> didn't yeah. know what any of the song titles were. Yeah, yeah and I, I still don't because even when I play things on my phone, I don't ever know what's playing. It's just like randomly playing things. Right. That's we'll how I am with most albums these days, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so you you yeah wanted to do this album because you still love this album. Of course, like that was your you were just like, well, let's fucking talk about this because we all kind of have it in common. Um. Well. Okay. Let me think. Why did the reason that we're doing this is because we were going to do it like three months ago and it fell through for some reason. Well, yeah, because of me. and I'm so I'm trying to remember why I wanted to do it then. I think I just wanted to do an episode with you. I remember being over here doing some of the painting stuff or grabbing some of the panels. Yeah, I, and you mentioned doing one with me, and Mudvayne came up. Right. And you're like, would you be interested in that? And I'm like, sure, but why me? <laughs> Like, I, this I is know. something we I think we definitely would have wanted to talk about at some point. It was it was going to get talked about. Yeah. And it was yeah. just like, okay, well, I wanted to do a podcast with Justin. He has an experience and association with in a relationship with this record. So, well, let's have him along yeah. for that. Yeah. For, for this. I can do that. Um, <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I remember things. Because <laughs> you're here. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, this is probably, um, this is definitely like a, a 10 out of 10 like perfect record for me like it's it's in that rarefied air mm-hmm. you know um it's it's so strange because this feels like the creative like culmination of a band's career but this is what the they started album. with <laughs> um yeah. and All and downhill from here and and each record of theirs afterwards i like successively less and less so and literally less. in that order yeah i like the next one a lot i do too it's like this one and then the next one and then everything else is way down here didn't i hear something about them getting together again yeah they're touring like right now they're touring they're not making new material no but they might i don't know 
But yeah. yeah, they're they're touring. They're touring with Rob Zombie actually. No shit. Yeah, like Power Man Five Thousand, um, Static what? X, what? <laughs> Mudvayne. This is Rob like my Zombie. two thousand version. Of yeah, yeah. Been there. I'd yeah. go see that. Probably. This is yeah. basically like. Hey, look! Now we can do a barbecue and a concert. <laughs> <laughs> See if they'll play the barbecue. Yeah, they, get them at the barbecue. We can hook that yeah, up. Yeah, right? I'm sure. I'm sure we can sit we on can, the podcast too. Sure, we can meet their guarantees. Yeah. Yeah, come on in. Um, yeah, yeah. No, Chad Gray will listen to the episode where about hell, about hell. Yeah, it'll come in here and punch me in the face. <laughs> oh <laughs> okay, yeah. Heaven. Forgot we talked about hell. Yeah. On that, yeah, so. I remember um, what you said. <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah no, uh, yeah, the, I saw the silliest headline of Mudvayne singer falls off stage during not falling. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> These are the way things work. And I was like, oh man, what Boy. a silly, silly headline. That's great. But yeah, he was singing the song Not Falling and literally Didn't fell off fell. stage. <laughs> um, Didn't take his own advice. I'm going to rename silly. that song. <laughs> Um, so this was one of the most anticipated albums for me, like that I was just feverishly waiting to buy. Right. Because I had, you had seen them. I had seen them like twice before the fucking album came out. Oh, you saw them <laughs> twice, huh? Right. Because they opened for Slipknot in April, uh, April 21st. Yeah, I saw that one. 2000 at Eyeball. Yeah. And then they played at Tattoo the Earth, which right. was in August, uh, August 5th. And then um, this came out August 22nd, 2000. You know, 22 years old, this fucking album. That's fucking okay. stupid. How would you uh, say it's aged in 22? You said it's a 10 of 10, but like compared to like what's been going on in the music world, like 22 years old, is it still good? Dude, I've been listening to this album for for 20 some odd years and I still, I still hear new things. You know, I still hear like new new layered tracks, new this. Oh, that's what they're doing there. Oh, okay. Oh, he's playing three over this. Oh, that's th- oh, I get mm. that phrase now. Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't notice that bass drum pattern before. Oh, I didn't notice that fill mm. before. You know, stuff like that. <clears throat> I, I had a pretty similar reaction actually. Uh and I don't this isn't an album that I listen to a ton. Mm-hmm. And kinda I listen to it like nonstop for like a year or two when it came out. Yeah. And then it kind of just fell out of rotation and it kind of never came back in for me. Mm. I never stopped liking it, but I just didn't listen to it a lot more. So what I realized when I said I don't listen to it for this again and to like actually try to pick it apart and like pay a lot of attention was that there was a lot of shit that I had not realized mm-hmm. at the time. Because I think the way I engaged with this album before was like, based on everything else that was around this album when it came out, this was like, this was something very different. Yeah. Right? There was kind of nothing that remotely like this, especially in the shit that we listened to at the time. Mm-hmm. So, I think I was overwhelmed by it at the time and didn't really know how to deal with a lot of it. So, I think I just took it at face value. Like, I just kind of kept it at arm's length and I was just like, I'm just going to enjoy this for what mm-hmm. it is and not think a whole hell of a lot about it. Mm-hmm. Despite the fact that it went on to like, heavily influence us as a band i don't think there's a single album that you can just like draw lines not even close towards (laughs) towards like influencing us more directly than this album right so like so so there's obviously shit that like stuck with me hard but i definitely was finding like oh i didn't realize there was all this going on oh wow i didn't realize that this was really this so I, i came across that a whole lot in this yeah there's so i mean there's so much there's so much here and it's such a unique 
record. Um, and the, go ahead. The not to like fucking spoil the rest of it, but like, well, I've got I got nothing but good shit to say about this album. Same. But the one thing I did notice was like, to to your point, is like how does it hold up today? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's necessarily how does it hold up today, but the few times I've listened to it like four or five times since we wanted to do this in the first place. Mm-hmm. And I don't, it doesn't have, it doesn't hit me the same way as it, it did back then. Mm. It doesn't have that, that like weird magic, like wild, like what the fuck is going on here to me anymore. Um, that it had like, I remember like first putting it on and just being blown the fuck away by it mm. and not knowing what to think about it. Do you think it's like a it's a victim of its own success or something? Maybe like other other bands have adopted so much that it's like I don't think oh, so. No. Like there's so much flooding that area. No, that, because no, other bands really didn't do this kind of no, stuff. No, no one else. Well, in the past 22 years, nobody's done not similar. like this. Not really. Oh, okay. No, not in the same way that they did it on here. Absolutely not. Uh, and in fact, the only the only music in my mind that I can remember that is a lot like this is our fucking music. And even the stuff that we lifted from it is very like specific. Yeah. And it's very like, we took that little thing and, and, and it was like, okay, well we're going to try to do that in more of a thrash metal way without a basis <clears throat> yeah. and without a singer who can sing. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, no, like, Oh, that's interesting because I was just thinking like how much I hear the bass. In that but album. that's, dude. That's, <laughs> I mean, like, okay. If all you get from Mudvayne is bum bum ring, like I'm that's... just saying in that particular album, like you notice bass a lot, and then you're saying you, like, you didn't lot, have yeah. a bass player, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. So for yeah. us to that was just not the out, al- not the aspect that we lifted. <laughs> yeah. <turns out>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was more like arrangement and like riff composition or like feels yes like 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 vibe um lyrical subject matter and lyrical Lyrical structuring yes huge yes on this yes there are like man the fucking lyrics because we talked about this on like that pantera episode a little bit of like all right well what are you going to be mad about that's like a big thing if you're doing fucking metal music like okay cool you're angry well where are you directing that anger yeah yeah. right where are you directing this angst that you have okay um never thought about that and <laughs> like death metal goes like just fucking ridiculous and it's like oh i'm gonna talk about like you know people getting you know w- like wearing people's intestines as a scarf or whatever you know nice uh, <laughs> and which so does Mudvayne, actually. So like, like death metal goes like ridiculous with it, you know, like a like a slasher film or whatever. And but then you you hear like in the early '90s, like bands kind of like, well, we don't really know how to do this yet. And so there's like very different ways of doing it. And like on Vulgar, you have like the aggro bro word salad thing happening that like Phil does. Yeah. And then it gets then then it kind of changes on Far Beyond Driven and it gets more reflective, gets more, you know, inward, very intense, but more self, more inward directed, more self-critical and whatnot. And less like walk on home, boy, you know, like less that yeah. kind of shit. And um, and so that's kind of like becomes a, a big like kind of problem to solve. And the thing that I really like about how. Um, they do it 
on this record is that the lyrics are you know they're they're they they get it they solve that they do that in an interesting way like it's aggressive it's intense it's all that um but it has like this nice balance of of like really good imagery but still being abstract but still having a subject yeah most of these songs are still about things okay whereas Corey taylor does amazing imagery he's an amazing vocalist but there's like three slipknot songs that are actually about something (laughs) (coughs) the rest of it is like all abstract right and it's just it's just fucking word salad you know what i mean a lot of it like i'm i'm i love slipknot okay like but it's it's just like words that sound good together and it's it's like the red hot chili peppers lyrics Um, yes and and i mean and that's cool there's an art to that you know what i mean but like i really like on this that the songs are about things yeah you appreciate when they can do it all sort of yeah 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 and then and just there's just no fucks given. There's just like, well, I have, I have this. I have I. It's like he he wrote too many lyrics. Look at this. <laughs> this is like twenty pages of fucking lyrics, and because it's like, that's the... <laughs> shit. Well, they're not in here, you know. In case we wanted to look at it. No, I'm just saying that's a stack of fucking paper. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Because there are sections where he has like two sets of lyrics like going at the same fucking time, and and they mm. they're not even like necessarily. It's not even necessarily like counterpoint. It's just like, no, nah, man, I got two things there. We'll do them both. Fuck it. I was literally trying to figure out when I was writing the notes for that thought. I was like, what do I call this? And I just had to call it counterpoint because I didn't know what the fuck else to call it. Right. Sometimes it is and sometimes it's not. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes they're just doing two things at once <laughs> right. that don't match. It's and it's so. The lyrics aren't in here, huh? No, that's why I printed this off. Um, that's why I read the internet to read them. And, and like vocally to me, like Chad became like, he was like, at this time, I was like, well, this is clearly the gold standard. Like, this is, this is what everyone should try to be. Um, oh, like a metal vocalist. Yeah. Cause he has a really unique sounding voice and a really great sounding, clean singing voice. A great, you know, really intense, harsh vocals. Yeah. Really diverse across. Right, 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 and not just diverse in sort of like a delivery, but diverse in the emotions. Yeah, that he's able to convey with his voice. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's that's like an aspect of it. Um. Did you ever did Did you ever see? Yeah, you saw him at Eyeball. Yeah, I did think you, that was the only time I saw them though. Did you ever? See I've never seen them. I don't think. Man. Yeah. Because I missed that Eyeball show that everyone went to. They were literally everyone you knew. Literally everyone I knew. Yeah, like I was just saying, how how aren't you there? Even yeah. PJ was there. Yeah, was he like always the... hates uh, live music. He says exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's concerts. Why he hates live music? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's better I didn't go. Well, there, I will no. say that I like w- one of the. I haven't been on a, a lot of concerts, but I do remember distinctly that one with them first going on and how loud. <laughs> I mean, I know I was up close, but like him. Chad standing on the, um, like the speaker box at the beginning, and it was the second they just turned it on, it was immediately like, Pah! it uh, was the most intense shit ever. I'm like, what? The? And he's in these gigantic the overalls. Coveralls, yeah, the right. coveralls. <laughs> like, Open with fucking dig. And... Yeah. 
that, that was it. And it just opened up, and I was like, holy shit. I remember, like, turning around, and I'm like, this is, I'm like, Whoa. And I remember turning around, and I remember seeing um, one of our friends just jumping up and down with this dumb look on his face. <laughs> and I was like, fuck this. <laughs> And I just jumped him as hard as I could. <laughs> so I was like, this is not, this is, this How is. How dare you have a good time? I was like, this is not pogo music. This is fucking mosh music. Um, yeah, System of a Down hadn't written that song yet. <laughs> yeah, not yet. Not yet. The one year later. Yeah, one, yeah. Year, one year. Uh, and, but yeah, that show was wild too. Because that was back when Slipknot would close with scissors. Ooh, yeah. It's a different time. It's a different time. Um, Oddly enough, I don't really remember Slipknot at that show. That's crazy because <laughs> I, I don't remember much of it to say. Uh, I have. Though. Do you remember Ultra Spank? <laughs> I was there. there. Apparently, I wasn't even there. I know they, that. They, they, they go on in between. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> I just remember all I remember about Ultra Spank is that the guy had a wife beater. That's all I remember. Mm. Dude, I don't remember um, that at all. No, dude. Uh, that was that was wild because it's so what, what's funny. It's funny to think about like someone like PJ or, or, or not someone like PJ, but someone having this experience like, this doesn't sound as good as the record. Why do I want to, why do I yeah. care about this? And while I'm like up, up front, like looking at like Mick and seeing that he has his um, like duct tape around the bottom of his coveralls to like, keep that shit together and like, keep that shit on. And then he just has sweat pouring off of it and that like I'm looking at that shit and I'm looking at clown and fucking Sid fight each other and I'm seeing Joey fucking throw up like lift his mask and fucking vomit on stage and they're on fire and all that sort of shit and like Sid's in my fucking face stage diving onto me and all that sort of stuff and it's like a life changing experience you know what I mean like it was it was oh my god yeah and and someone else is back there like doesn't sound as good as a record. <laughs> uh, um, no, and I'm, I'm like, and then whatever you were doing. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. I, I, I'm like, he literally set the other guy on fire. <laughs> I, I, at the time, I, I can only reason I think that I would not remember things because I was probably in the mosh pit. I don't know. Like, yeah. At the time, I, yeah. I wanted to be violent. I was gonna go be as violent as possible. So, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, and it was such a weird thing too, like because you know. You couldn't. It was two thousand, so it was like, oh, this new band, Mudvayne, blah blah, so amazing, they were so good, blah 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 blah. And I can't listen to their fucking music. <laughs> the record isn't in a store yet that I can go purchase it. The so. music has not disseminated in any way yeah, yeah. for me to be able yeah, to and have it's access like to it. Long before you can have leaks or anything, the internet was too damn slow. <laughs> right. Didn't yeah. that shit did not happen? You know then. Yeah. And so it was just such a wild. It's such a unique like experience. I've never anticipated an album the way that I anticipated this album. Um, and I remember you you getting it probably the day you got it. Oh and, yeah, uh, I think I think I remember uh, you listening to it in the parking lot of the school after school. <laughs> so- I have a weird and me, me walking out there and you're listening to it. I'm like, what's going on? And you're like, check this out, and I hop in a car with you or whatever <laughs> and listen to it. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I have a weird memory of from you with this album from school as well. And but we oh, yeah. were in like a class. I don't know what class we had together, but mm. we we were still like sitting towards the back, and me, you, and maybe like Chris or somebody like that. Okay, we're talking about how fucking cool this album was. How about that? 
Yeah. Like, it was in the new high school. And it was like bright, uh, just weird memory, just right. snapshot. Yeah. You know? I don't, I don't remember what class we had together. Yeah. And I don't remember if we had any class together in high school. Ever. Maybe I just came in there to talk to you about that mud. <laughs> uh, excuse me, is Richard in here? Need to discuss <laughs> something so, of vital importance has come up. It. Yeah, <laughs> this new um, album dropped. You see. Yeah. <laughs> so like, um, okay, um, so we talked about the lyrics a little bit. Uh, another thing about this album, because you, you know we usually we'll go down like a little of kind of a list and like talk about like. <clears throat> Like production, songwriting, performances, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So I have some notes on the production right here. Um, what do you think about the production on this, Robert? Uh, I mean, for I could look at it like two ways. On the one on the one hand, like I said, like I feel like the production used to be something that like put me in a weird state of mind mm-hmm. before and like mm-hmm. made me think like wild shit and just like hit me really crazy. It doesn't really do that for me anymore, but mm. it's like for what it is, especially at the time it's immaculate. Yeah. Like nothing sounded nearly as good as this. And this still sounds amazing to, 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 to the, to the point that you were making earlier about yeah. it hitting you differently. I, I, I think I understand what you're saying. I can have, I have kind of, because I've never like stopped listening to this album, I guess. Mm-hmm. So the cha- my change in perception of it over time has been kind of gradual. But you're right. Like whenever it first came out, it was this um, monolithic slab, and it was this unique. Like there was an experience that you got from listening to this that nothing else came close to. Yeah, it was so far beyond everything else that was out at the time, and and so unique, and and it was. You know, it was, it was psychedelic. It was all these things, you yeah. know. And now I don't, I don't feel that that same way about it. But now it's it's slowly morphed into this different thing, which was like, how the fuck did they write this? And yeah, how much fucking work did it take to get all of this <clears throat> to get all of this written, and to get it all to work this well together? yeah just from a songwriting standpoint let alone the production standpoint but just from the songwriting standpoint and i am in absolute awe like i i am i am humbled by the effort of humanity (laughs) that that that, (laughs) you know that that went into the creation of, of of this and how all the parts fit together and how it all works and how unique it is yeah that's a great point and even at the time I probably thought something like that, but in the years since, and they've put out these other albums that are like increasingly simplistic and shitty over time. I'm like, how did you, how was this your first go round? How does, how is this what you came up with first? And you couldn't do that again, or you didn't want to or whatever it was, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, cause even cause, wilder, cause they got tired of trying to see like festival crowds mosh to, prod and you're like god damn it (laughs) people can't fucking mosh in 13 yeah we just need to do 444 and they can do it yeah i don't know (laughs) yeah so fucking determined yeah yeah better believe it or whatever confess dance pro like proto five finger death punch shit yeah just just, uh, a quick question here just because it kind of got me thinking Is, is there any other band or musician or anything that did something similar where they their first one was truly amazing and everything else kind of was crap 
so it's tr- it's tricky, right? Because there are countless examples of where someone says, "Oh, well, the first album," where people <clears throat> prefer what a band does on their first album and just don't like the direction that they go in. Um, but the direction that they go in is of equal, um, seems of equal effort. <laughs> Um, to, to what they started with. And I what's interesting about Mudvayne, and I don't know that there's another example, is where the first album out of the gate is is what I'd call like an art album. Like there's a lot yeah. of not give a fuck on this album. Um, They're really throwing a lot of shit at the wall, and luckily most of it sticks. Yeah, it's, you know, and, and for like 70 minutes of that many not give a fucks and for it to all work in some way you know it's like it's it's incredible it's incredible and so to to come out like that and then i mean it would be like if <clears throat> like imagine if after Inema, like tool was like you know man i think we just i think we'd rather just let's just take the sound that we have but let's write Let's like write songs like Corn that are just a little bit little bit harder. You know? It's it so it's just it's it's weird. Now I I like a lot of like the poppy mudvane stuff, you know. Like I like the singles. I really like the next album a lot, but I like yeah, it for same. a very different reason than I like this. Yeah, me too. Um and I like the singles off of um the third one. I'm blanking on what it's called right I don't now. Even know. Um, you know, but, but that's the question. Like, that's the question that I have is like, <coughs> is it, is it that the subsequent albums were of lower effort? Cause they could well have been, or, or is it just that they said, we want to go in this direction and it happens to suck. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I think that, I think that we should give them the benefit of the doubt because anyone who can make this like this, this can't, <sighs> this is not an accident. Yeah. You yeah. don't like, you don't like trip down you know like perfectly <laughs> in the right way fell down a flight of stairs and this fell out of my pocket yeah exactly <laughs> yeah like oh yeah man Oops, no, i just, wrote this insane bullshit i just kept falling down in the same way for like three years straight and this amazing album just came out yeah. you know what i mean um until he really did fall down off the stage yeah bum, 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 bum. Hey. you know so uh, they were wanting they decide there was a decision made to go in that direction yeah. for whatever reason, you know, I don't know, man, fucking maybe Metallica did it, you know, and it worked for Metallica. So, you know, I don't know. I, I remember hearing something about they didn't, they were tired of being so complex and they didn't want to be as nerdy with it or something like, is that you? I don't remember. Anything? Okay. I don't remember hearing that could have the, been completely apocryphal. I don't know. Yeah. I don't remember hearing like the press associated with the, you know, like, the press for why they were changing their sound or whatever. But, um, yeah, but for whatever, like, I don't disrespect them. I would never disrespect them because they fucking made this man, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But at the same time as like the other stuff wasn't, um, wasn't what I was there for. Do you know what I mean? And I don't know, man, but it's, it had to be weird for them to sort of like be as, to always be like a support act and to always be playing these weird ass mm. fucking songs for thousands and thousands of people and people like just 
all right, we really like Dig and Death Blooms, and we can't really make heads or tails of the rest of that shit. Sure. Um, <laughs> but we really like you guys, but sorry, we can't dance to this. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe at some point there's like some resentment that builds up. Or something yeah. of, of just like, it's like, okay, well, if that's what y'all fucking want, like then, you know, here we go. Yeah, right. I don't know. I don't know. And, but, uh, but yeah, no, to answer the question, I can't think of like another artist that like, I can't either. Yeah. Starts off. Um, because like, even if you look at Metallica, right? Like Metallica starts off like really fast and like raw and aggressive and technical, but the song structures aren't like these incredible, like intricate things. And then they get more and more progressive and more and more intricate. And then they push that as far as they can go. And then they're like, well, let's see how stripped down we can write and it still be a Metallica song. Yeah. And that's when you get their big commercial breakthrough of yeah. the Black Album and whatnot. Yeah. But yeah, but there was a there was a clear like curve of like complexity and and uh, variety and yeah, other things that happened yeah in between there. But the other thought of it though, in in their defense, what the fuck would you follow this up with? Yeah, I. Where do you go after this? <laughs> do it again, but better. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. How could you? How could you make a jazz album? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So. <clears throat> but yeah. So so back to the production. So it's, okay, still sounds amazing. Yeah. It does. It really does. It and and. And it's so it's so well produced and um what did I say? More is more is more. <laughs> um because <laughs> um, there's so many layers and it's so thoughtful with how the layers are done, you know? Like Yeah. Um a good example is uh there's a part in like this is just the one this is the one of many, right? In nothing to gain um at like the 312 mark hold on let me just pull it up real quick um so there's just all there's just so much ear candy in this um so okay that that little lead so that's it's like a eight eight it goes eight times or something like that i don't know like something like that yeah it pans from left to right over the course of the phrase mm -hmm. you know what i mean so just there's all and then there's stuff like that all over the record you know yeah every little thing feels like it was considered yeah, every it, note feels it, it so intentional. Put into it, yeah, yeah. Which is why, again, like it didn't seem accidental at all. Like, yeah, clearly everything was right. Like, they they knew what they're doing. This wasn't an accident. Yeah, you know, they didn't just like stumble into the studio and like take the right, just the right amount of like fucking drugs and just like jam it out. <laughs> you know, um, despite what the album is themed after. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um. So yeah, it's like an incredibly thoughtful and unique production that fits perfectly with the band and the songs. Um, it's good. So I thought you, when you started talking about layering and stuff, I thought you were going to talk about the vocals. 
Because one of the things absolutely I absolutely that yes, <laughs> yeah. So one of the things I didn't realize or that that had never hit me how many times it actually happens on this album is how many times they do that vocal thing where it's like singing one thing and then somebody else sings something else over it that kind of clashes with it, but they kind of line up maybe and then something else comes in or whatever. It happens like ten different times on this fucking album. It's, yes, I remember it happening once maybe just in my mind. Right. But then going through, I was like, oh, 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 oh. It's, it's happened so many times, man. And it is And it doesn't feel like an overdone thing on the album. Somehow. To me. Yeah. Yeah. So and poor fucking Chad Gray, like getting this fucking album done, being like, All right, now you gotta go sing that live. Yeah, figure it out. <laughs> figure out which parts to pick out and actually you know? do live. Yeah. Cause he they, they had to cancel like lots of shows and shit when they were first touring because he'd blow he'd lose his voice all the fucking time. Jesus. You know? Cause there's so much, like the vocals never stop. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, they just don't like they stop for like, you know, 10 seconds at a time. And then it just goes like to another the little part. part you played. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's all really, really involved. Would they play their entire, cause that's a long, that's a long list of songs on there. It's pretty long. It's like album, 70 I think, minutes, right? yeah. So like, do they play it all the way through live? No. No, I mean, well, they were doing headline shows based off of just this album, you yeah. know, um, and they, well, I mean, they would play hour long sets. So, I mean, if you only have one album's worth of stuff to play and you're playing for an hour, then I guess yeah. they played an hour and he's singing every minute of it. Maybe so. They'd, they'd play most of it. Although sure. some of the stuff, some of the interstitials are like just music only. Yeah. You know? So a little bit of a break. Um, another thing about like the production and whatnot is there is a it's a it's really unique sort of in the relationship for example between the bass and the kick drum and the uh guitar right so the bass drum sound is a lot more punchy than you would hear on a metal record a modern metal record even at this time normally you would hear like a lot more attack Mm -hmm. but it's a it's a more punchy and round more like you'd hear on like a rock a 90s rock record yeah you know um even more round than 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 those 90s rock records and but that's that's because the bass is has so much more presence and more attack and so for the bass to have more attack and high end you need the bass drum to carry more of the low end so it's gonna divvy up those frequencies so that they exactly work out exactly and because this band is re- really has a lead rhythm section. Like <laughs> yeah. the guitarist is really the drummer <laughs> yeah. and the bassist and the, uh, the drummer are really the ones who are adding all of the, you know, all of the ear candy and, and everything. Yeah. The, yeah, for sure. Uh, one of the things that hit me again when, when I was going through this is like, there's really not really any memorable riffs on this album. There's certainly no riffs that I care much about. It's, it's all just, it's all groundwork. Yeah. And that's fine for what they're doing, but it, but it works exactly. Like yeah. it's great song construction. And, and it's again, like it's, that's another thing that's really amazing to me about this album is that like the, it like the song. I don't know if there's another album that like where like the songwriting, the production, and the performances of the players are just so like synergistically lined up. Yeah. 
because it's it's all perfect and it all perfectly matches because if you take the if you if you were to first of all if you were to have if you take out you change out any of the the members <clears throat> like you only get this album with those exact four guys because mm. no one else plays bass that way no one else plays drums that way no one else plays guitar that way <laughs> no one else sings that way yeah. You, it has to be those four guys and certainly no one else does it all together the way that they do right um and then you know and then you have the perfect production that kind of complements all of that you know to where it feels really full but it feels really aggressive it feel, you know what i mean all those types of things yeah it's able to bring out all the stuff that they're going for in a way that like makes sense and sounds good right and it's so thoughtfully written and so like sort of intensely and passionately performed and there's so much energy in the performances that nothing ever like all the crazy weird drum shit that that dude does like it somehow never oversteps somehow yeah somehow because i'll tell you man i don't know if there's another another album that i love as much as I love this album, that I have less interest in playing and learning the drums too. That's <laughs> kind of the same for me with the guitar, actually. Like I don't care about learning much of this music at all. It's not a particularly interesting feeling to play, but I love these songs. <laughs> I love these songs too. Well, I just do that guy. This drummer fucking plays so fucking weird. I just don't want to like. It's like, dude, if I learn how to play how that guy plays, it's gonna fuck up. It's gonna fuck up how I play other. Yeah, it's gonna fuck up how I play other. Rewire some shit. <laughs> I am no longer a musician. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, so, I will say that there was speaking of production and the drums specifically. There's one part, maybe it happens elsewhere, but one part that ended up like pissing me off. That uh, I don't like the production okay. on on everything else, and maybe the drums. I don't know, you tell me. In Dig, though. Okay. When they're going through the chorus and the, the bass, the kick drum is or whatever it's doing. But then they get to the second part of the chorus and it's just straight eighth, sixteenth, whatever the fuck oh, it is. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it does that, but sometimes, like, you know that it's doing that because you heard them start with that. Mm-hmm. But as the, as the rest of the riffs progress, they, like, drown it out and you can't always hear it happening. And there are these little pockets where you hear the bass drum come through. But you can't just hear it going. You just kind of assume that it is. Okay. And I'm like, I want to hear that. Mm. And so it kind of pissed me off. Like, fix that shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have to listen to that. I'm going to have to listen to that. Because (laughs) he also does a lot of really, really weird broken up patterns. So it. Right. It also wouldn't surprise me if he's just, if he's. I'm I'm pretty sure that's what happens. I'm pretty sure that he does the pattern and then the second half he just goes straight. Yeah. For the rest yeah. of that. But he also does like you know, like he doesn't do normal, like you know, it, his patterns are weird because yeah. he's doing like <laughs> useless syncopation. <laughs> like, <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, well, what I mean is it's like. I was listening to it today on headphones and I was hearing all these kick drum patterns that I've never heard before because they don't fucking matter. (laughs) Um, Like it's not like matching the riff. It's not like, but he's throwing in all these like little, you know, like 
kick drum. Like, I mean, they're parts. They're intended. You know, it's not an accident. Okay, yeah. But it's like, it's that extra layer of like complication nuance that he's putting on there right. that adds to this feeling of like, God, what the fuck is going on? Um, and it, but because of the production and how like the bass drum isn't, doesn't have like this fear factory sound where it like cuts through everything, yeah. it, you don't always notice it. You don't always notice the pattern, mm-hmm. right? And there's no, there's no other instrument matching the pattern, but I mean, it's still crazy precise and intentional. He plays like a fucking machine, just like a, right. It's like a, like a weird, <laughs> like a, like a weird extraneous machine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That like. It's like, oh, this is the one Czechoslovakian synthesizer, <laughs> you know, that they made. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I actually had um, – that was actually an, an overall thought about the album that I had, which was – I think that everything – I like all the songs, and I think that they all have cool shit going on in them. But not everything that they are throwing at the wall works. There are some things, like, ext- that feel kind mm. of extraneous, like – Sometimes the bass just does a and it just like it's just there. It's not really serving much of a purpose, but you can hear it cut. The, it's the bass, so it cuts through like a motherfucker. You know, yeah. And some guitar stuff like that sometimes too, or I'm just like, it's just that's a bit much. I could see that like in isolated. There's isolated little things where it's it, like, okay, well, I could see that maybe that doesn't really work. But the thing is, is there's enough of that that it it feels mm. like when you take it as a whole it's consistent like the vibe works because it, it's, it is consistent because they keep doing it throughout the entire album <laughs> right it, so there's like this consistent like reaching like they're consistently like more 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 uh, that's what you meant by yeah i see yeah and and so it kind of there's not just like the one song or, or two songs where they like maybe push it too far like every song has it has one thing that you're like that might have been too much <laughs> <laughs> right um, Might have stepped over the line right there. It's like, like, like the beginning of like everything and nothing. Like though that snare pattern, how like, it's like this like six, six, sixteen over like four four, and the snare drum part keeps permutating, yeah, and moving as to where it is, and it's like, <clears throat> is that really necessary? <laughs> um, yeah. I, I don't know that I found that shit. I think when I first listened to this album back in the day, it was like, like I said earlier, I just kind of took it for what it was and just, I just like let it wash over me. And I'm like, this is amazing. I know it's amazing, whatever. But like this time I was picking it apart a bit more and I was like kind of getting annoyed by parts of it like that. Mm-hmm. But it, yeah, it doesn't happen all that. Often. They don't, they don't, they don't step out of their lane all that often. Like, you know, they don't overdo it that much. Yeah. Well, then it's just here. There were mostly a few bass things where it's like, and it's like, okay, just tone down. <laughs> calm down, Ryan. Yeah, calm down, calm, Ryan. Calm down, buddy. So like for you, Justin, for me, did you, re- did you re-listen to this by the way? Uh, probably two or three times over the past couple of months. Okay. Yeah. So when, when, when you were listening to it, like when it came out, did it feel different? Than for other me, records to you, like did it stand right. out? I yeah, it does. But like, I can't tell you how much of that was me noticing versus how much you guys are telling me it was that. <laughs> you know, like oh, okay. Um, so like, Should I mean, ask you, you guys, first. yeah, like you guys. Um, no, I mean like back then, like at the time, oh, at the yeah, time, because okay. because I I listen to you guys' opinions and stuff and on that because I don't understand the intricacies of all this kind of stuff. I I just know that. 
you've already kind of said some stuff, right? So uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm listening to it, but I do know that it sounds different. I can't tell you what they are. Like you're telling me all like, like this is four, four and this is six sixteen. You know, I don't know all those things or when they're going through or when this certain piece is like peeking through the others, mm-hmm. but I can tell that it feels different. Right. You know, like it just, there's something different with the way it grooves. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, for me back then, I've always liked weird shit. So I'm like, Oh, this is fucking weird. I like that. So I'm going to listen to it. And of course, like I've always like the topics and the names of the song, what they're talking about. Right. I was going to pique my interest anyway. So I was like, all right, this is weird shit. And they're talking about all kinds of stuff I'm interested in. So I was, I think I'm probably similar to you though. in that I listened to it a lot for the first couple of years and then maybe two or three songs every once in a while for the past like 20. You know? Yeah. Right. But yeah, I never, I don't, I have not listened to that album all the way through, not counting this year, and all while. the way back twenty years. Yeah, that was the last time I listened to it all the way through. Right. Yeah, that's. I wonder like how many. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know. Like you always wonder like about like okay the fan base of a band like how much of it is people who are like yeah man I like weird shit and how many of it is like people who <laughs> yeah. are like I'm a fucking nerd and I like dissecting music. <laughs> Um, you know, I mean, I wish I could dissect it, but for me, everything is mostly tied to like how it makes me feel while I'm doing other things mm. because well, I'm that's not I'm really, music, yeah. Though. Cause I don't, I don't sit and put an album on and be like, this is what I'm doing tonight. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to break <laughs> Did you this ever? Down. No, never. Not one mm. time. I've always done other things. I will not be like, I bought a new album. I got to listen to it. No, I'll be drawing or something during that time. Mm-hmm. You know? So like mm-hmm. if it, mm-hmm if it can be seen to me or, or the way I'm perceiving it as it's going as, as like, um, like a, it helps me like creatively or whatever, you know, as a catalyst for what's going on. Yeah. And like, yeah, I, I really like this. Even if it's not music that I love, I mean, I love that album because it, it's helpful or it puts me in the right frame of mind or whatever. You yeah, know? For, exactly. I gotcha. I'm the, I'm the same way with a lot of music too. When I'm, when I'm like working or when I'm trying to be creative somehow as well, like, well, not because not writing music, but like <laughs> I'm trying to write music. This shit won't yeah. stop. This ain't helping, honestly. <laughs> Keep writing the same song. Just, here. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. I just wrote the same album. So. But apart from that, yes, agreed. Yeah. But also, um, I do the thing where I'm like picking it all apart, so I don't fucking know. Right. I'll be right, the middleman right. between. <laughs> yeah, I'm just incapable of doing that part. So. <laughs> um. Let's see. But also, now that I'm thinking about it, I, yeah, I listened to the Super Heavy for the first like couple of years or whatever it was when mm-hmm. it came out, and then at some point I started getting way into the next album. Yeah, and I think that album kind of sucked me away from this one. Is what is what actually happened. Yeah. And then maybe I went back and forth for a little while, but then I fell way off. And, maybe, and honestly, maybe the stuff that came out afterwards like somehow soured me on it in a weird way. Not consciously because i don't think about it that way but yeah yeah i don't know well and it's another thing that we talked about before when we talked about machine head how um you know as you got into the mid 2000s everything was shifting back towards that heavier sound anyway and so you think about you think about that right like so um you know slipknot 99 right this 2000 and then slayer 
and you know puts out god hates us all in 2001 slipknot puts out iowa in 2001 and so things are starting to get fucking heavier things are starting to get more intense and mudvayne goes the opposite direction oh okay yeah. right and so mudvayne's getting like more and more poppy and more more like rock radio while slipknot is doing blast beats and while Lamb of God is gaining traction and while people are getting into Demo Borgir and Opeth and and all these things, you know, so it's and like it make it makes sense that that you wouldn't because like, you know, two thousand five or six, whenever the third album came out, like you were like, I'm fucking listen to Strapping Young Lad and Lamb of God. I'm not gonna listen to this <laughs> or yeah i'm with with their later stuff specifically cool because the second album was just more uh it was like more atmospheric it mm. is the way i feel with it it was more uh I haven't listened to it in a long time you know what i was just gonna say i haven't listened to it in i probably have years <laughs> 20 years look uh maybe i should go listen to it before i like double down on that if because it, that's how i remember it being. it feels more the second one feels more focused and I don't want to say more hmm. mature, but maybe a little more restrained in and yeah. how they Definitely. approach the odd time and whatnot, and a little more focused. You think they had a producer or something reeling them in or something? Um, no, I think they just didn't want to make this again. Hmm. Yeah, because it feels like they had some of the same tricks, but like they tried to write a song around it versus putting everything they could in it working. Yeah. But it's still really, really, it's still a great album. I still really, really like it. I don't remember. What was the name of that one? The Beginning of All Things to End, or was that the EP? I just don't remember that one, I guess. There was The Beginning of All Things to End and then The End of All Things to Come, I think. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I always got really <laughs> yeah. confused uh, I can on never, that. I can never yeah. remember which one's which. Um, one was yeah. red and one was black. Yeah, I probably never saw the actual album. <laughs> um. um yeah, I just don't. What they come out in two thousand? What a couple years after? Probably like three. three the end of all things to come. Okay, yeah. Right, and then two thousand five was lost and found. Okay, so that was two thousand two that came out. Their second album. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Oh. Yes. So, like, you think about so by two thousand two, man, like the tide was already turning, man. Like shit was getting heavier, and and they and they put out this really solid heavy record, but it ain't like more than this yeah you know what i mean and then 2005 you know they're it, like rock radio you have rock radio singles with happy and whatnot which is a great song i love that song i unironically mm. will jam that fucking song but not the way i jam death blooms and severed and shit yeah. like that <laughs> i think it was happy's on that third album then yeah yeah See, I, I just don't i know some of these songs but i don't know what albums they're on yeah i, I think it, yeah, I think I just didn't want that from Mudvayne, I guess, is what it comes down to. Because, yeah. like, at the same time where I was, like, yeah, I've listened to Strapping a Lad, I was also, like, way into Queens of the Stone Age at the time, which was kind yeah. of a different direction. Right, where it's, like, if you want, like, melody and, and shit like that, like... These guys are doing it way the fuck better than you guys could do right. it. Right. <laughs> or are doing it, I guess. <laughs> right, 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 right. So. And, you know, so... Yeah. yeah, it's an interesting thing. So, but, like, uh... All right, so Vibe, yeah, 10 out of 10. Like, no question. <laughs> All right, the vibe on this record is incredible. Like, as weird as it is, and as many different places as it goes, there's a coherence and continuity to it 
that feels really special. Yeah, it feels weird throughout. So it explains why it <laughs> feels to you. <laughs> like, well, and like the way that it like somehow connects, you know, and like somehow like that there's never like a, there's never like a, it feels like there's never like a regular fucking beat. Yeah. But it's always grooving in this weird way. Like there's never like a thrash beat. There's never like a fucking blast beat. There's never, there's no, it's all weird. <coughs> yeah. It's like, I just feel like it's a lot of parts that they put together and it somehow works. Yeah. And like most of the songs have different sets of choruses and shit. Like, right, 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 right. Yeah. And there's like 10, 10 different bridges and <laughs> verses, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, verses yeah. that go on and repeat like a chorus. Man, it's so weird. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. And, um, yeah. Nerdy ass art metal was what. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> Um, Which no one really does in that way, and it, yeah. they especially weren't doing it at this time with, because you still hear like simplistic new metal shit happening on this album, right? But they're doing so much or else else around it, whereas other bands were just doing that, right? And, and to me, that's what blew me away so hard was just like they're doing, they're still doing new metal, but they're adding all this crazy shit to it. Right, like you would have like the in a just a regular new metal song, you would have just just the simple guitar riff, right, and then a simple drum thing underneath it, and then the bass following that simple guitar thing. Yeah, ta da! <laughs> you know, <laughs> we're done. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, I so I have notes about all the songs. So do I. Um, I don't know how far down that hole you want to go, but I guess what I I guess what I realized as I was going down the list and actually making notes is like a lot of it's just sort of repeats. A lot, a lot of my comments repeat, where I was like, "Oh, they did," you know, I, I wherever the first cool vocal counterpoint thing happens, I was like, "Oh, cool vocal count," and then it happened like ten more times. I'm like, "I'm not gonna write that ten more times." <laughs> I'm not gonna write that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So my notes kind of fell off after a while, and I started making fun of a couple things. <laughs> so there's that <laughs> too. Um, okay. Uh, so for the, the, for example, the oh, no, you go ahead. Uh, the, I was talking about Monolith. Okay. Right. So, all right. So the Terrence. So it's a ten. It's Terrence McKenna. Right, like the whole like stoned ape theory, fucking blah 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 blah. I was like, all right, so this isn't this 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 isn't as cool now <laughs> as it was twenty years ago. Oh, that's cutting edge back then. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Whoa, man. Yeah. But now that like Bro Brogan has like talked about all that shit and he's all on that, you know, like this that doesn't seem as like edgy and whatever, whatever. And like now it just seems like really pretentious and dumb. Um, when it's like, oh, this guy's talking about like that fucking, you know, cause I've also had like the embarrassing experience of asking anthropologists about this and they're like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Um, well, to be fair, that was 10 years before that podcast started and everybody else started learning about it. Right. (laughs) Yeah. 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 yeah, So they were way ahead of the curve. They were way, (laughs) way ahead. True. Way ahead. Um, they were the original Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> they were the original. <laughs> and, but yeah, but at the time, this that was a, like a mind-altering fucking intro. Yeah. At the fucking time. That really contributed to that like otherworldly, like wild, magical bullshit. Yeah, because it's put you in the headspace for all to come, you know? Exactly. Right, right, right. Set right, it right. up. Like, this is what, like, look at the cover of this thing. 
and then that shit and then the title of the album and everything well in the yeah. in the way that totally. the tracks bleed into each other that that's something that always really struck me is that if you just start with dig and then if you listen to dig after the intro it feels like two different songs yeah you know because of anyway it's meant to lead into that song <laughs> right 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 right. because like the way that 10 it... seconds of it being right something like that it just bleeds straight into it yeah. yeah 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 but you don't hear that if you just yeah. start right on right. it like right. you start right on it and you're like you're the boom, 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 yeah. and you're like ah, yeah yeah but if you listen to like the whole track it feels like it like you know here's the sound effects and everything and then here comes this brong, gong, 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 gong. you know what i mean it's a yeah. total different experience um, God, I say um too fucking much. I'm an idiot. I'm stupid. Um, edit these out. All of them. <laughs> all of um. Edit um, them all out and then put them into a separate video. Or is this you saying um? <laughs> this um, supercut. Four hour. Guys <laughs> <laughs> have ums. So um, basket of ums. But yeah, like this, this like pretentious idea of like, okay, we're going to we are going to actively use most psychedelic mushrooms to guide our future evolution, <laughs> the evolution right. of the species. That seems like such a silly quaint idea now. Um, and it's like, why don't you just, why don't you just guide yourself down the fucking road to where people are wrongfully imprisoned for, for shitty drug charges. Why don't you just deal with that first? Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, for those mushrooms. <laughs> yeah like it's you know anyway uh yeah yeah that was all I, the, the the stupid kick drum thing was the only thing i had about dig <laughs> um so yeah something cool about dig it's a unique song it's weird for it to be, become like an anthem uh it this, it's an example it, it's a example of like the interesting lyrics like limbless in the middle of a channel bob right. away like yeah that's a really like creative way <laughs> you know uh what, what like suck what, what was it sucking on a motherfucking tailpipe <laughs> dead man dangling on from a tightrope yeah tight it's just you know yeah i appreciate the like not just you know Oh, I mean, it's like, all right, you're putting all of your like 27 year old bullshit into <laughs> writing an angry song, not just 14 year old bullshit. Right. You know? No, I 100 percent remember like listening to this album and hearing those and like learning the lyrics and be like, wow, man, that's fucking wild. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not the subject matter necessarily, but like what you did with the words there. Like people don't use these words a lot in metal, you know? Right, 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 right. So, and it doesn't mm. feel like out of place. Like because sometimes yeah, they made it work. Yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes you know like Corey does that shit and it stands out real hard like you know feed us merconium and you're like what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> feed us or fetus i think feed us okay it's unclear i don't know okay um <laughs> it's, it's unclear <laughs> uh yeah it, on internal primates i was like the layered dynamic vocals on this record jesus that was my first fucking note too because it's the first time it happens yep yeah. Uh, and then I was like, fucking triplet swing in the bridge. Like, when's the fucking last? What's when? Boogadooga, boogadooga, do Like, it's just pure on fucking swing and it fucking works. Yeah. <laughs> I had a note about if you can you put that on 108 real quick? Yeah. I thought you had it up. Or, yeah, okay. 
Of which song? Internal Primates. Get away from this fucking mic. Yeah, you don't want anyone else to hear this. Starting here and then on into the chorus, there's like so much tension building up there. Yeah. Even with this. And right. there's some vocal layering stuff going on. Uh-huh. Oh, it's so good. This is one of the like tensest parts of this whole album. I, I can't listen to too much of it because I'm just gonna like let it play and just give it to me, give it to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, turn this into a listening party. <laughs> the, the, I, I, I had that idea. I was like, that's what we gotta do. Like, we gotta do like, mm. we'll do listening. We'll do like listening party episodes for like our our ten out of ten records. You know what I mean? Yeah, but then you run the risk of somebody else going. This ain't that great. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> ten out of ten to me, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Try uh, seven. Yeah, you can only have people come over and listen to it that all agreed it was a ten. <laughs> yeah. Man, so the yeah, the last note I put about this was this might be my favorite track on the album, but I realized I was probably a bit premature. <laughs> <laughs> He's so talking about like, internal. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll leave it there, whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, it was really good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on negative one, I was like, truly a band. Each member's style is essential for the songs to even work. Like, that's like the thing, is that like the these each of the players' styles is wrapped up in the songwriting itself. Like you couldn't have another drummer play these songs. Mm. You couldn't, you know what I mean? Like it just wouldn't be that song, you know? Yeah. Which is anyway, like they're kind of like Russian that way almost. Yeah. I mean, the way that they, the way that they complement each other on this album. Yeah. Feel, feels very rush. Like it feels more rush than tool in a way even though they're more like psychedelic than rush is yeah but the construction of the music feels more like rush than tool i mean it feels more traditionally prog rock yeah because tool isn't really they get called prog metal or whatever and i see why and i agree with the you know some of the reasons but like it doesn't rush is prog you know rock right metal, whatever right you so yeah that makes sense yeah um the only, well, yeah, the only interesting thing I had about Negative One was I, I always thought he was saying, you were the one, but I think he's just saying you're the one, which is like, like somehow less interesting to me. Because <laughs> I thought <laughs> he was saying, you were the one, you were the one, like really fast. Oh, yeah. But I'm like, oh, I don't I think know. it's you're the one. This proves I never read the lyrics back in the day. Yeah. Um, but there, there are a lot of, of really cool little, like, vocal flourishes and like one-off things all over the song all over all over the whole fucking record all over the album but yeah. this was the first song that it came up on <laughs> for me <sighs> fucking all right so death blooms that's like one of the cornerstones of the record i feel like yeah. jump in here anytime you want to justin <laughs> yeah this, you probably <laughs> remember this one this. well i remember all of them <laughs> i will say though like i jump it back to the internal primates yeah um I forgot that song existed. <laughs> uh-huh. And whenever I first heard it again, I was like, holy shit, this is a really fucking cool song. And I enjoyed yeah. listening to that multiple times. Like instead of just went straight through, I played that song back a handful of times uh, over the past couple of months. But, um, sweet. Yeah. Like, I guess whenever you don't listen to an entire album anymore, there's certain songs you just kind of, they keep popping up more and more, especially nowadays, I guess with all this algorithm crap, you know, like it just keeps 
showing up like the same few songs right, always right, and right, I'm like right. where's the where's the deep cuts on this you know sure. that I miss and I don't remember they exist Internal Primates is definitely one of those yeah I, and I really enjoyed that song interesting interesting but yeah Death Blooms is one of the ones that does pop up whenever that goes through so like that one never gets cut right exactly right. yeah 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 um, yeah so this is like gotta be one of the most creative songs about suicide <laughs> <laughs> and just wanting like not wanting to do this fucking life thing anymore um yeah and it's just really impressive that someone could like muster the motivation to write this many lyrics about about not wanting to live anymore There's a lot of lyrics in this song <laughs> finish this um, song <laughs> and it's i just i just love like the commitment to like yeah that's gonna be the chorus you know um well, like, like, cause there's like the chorus, and then the there's, there's two sets of choruses in this song. Right, 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 right. Pull right, me out right, of right. body, don't want it. That's one, and then it goes into I just want to run, and that part's beautiful. It's so great, yeah. and then the way that it keeps going the second time. Yes, it's fucking masterful. Yep, masterful songwriting. Um, but just a a, a new metal, ostensibly new metal band at this time, doing amazing singing like that was not happening. It was not. And so that that alone was like at the time mind blowing. Yeah, it really was. It really was. And um, well, that's the thing too is like when we talk about new metal, we didn't. That's not a term that we used yet. Yeah, I never even heard that word until like ten years ago. Yeah, <laughs> I think nobody did. <laughs> yeah. Is it really that new? Well, maybe a little bit I'm, older, but I'm sure that there were some journalists and whatnot, like people who were writing about this music at the time, probably referred mm. to it as that. Maybe, but yeah. no one who was listening to the music referred to it as that. And so, yeah, like Corn and Slipknot and shit didn't get big, and it wasn't like, oh, we're new metal fans. We're part of the new metal. Yeah. I, I, I always just thought it was metal. Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's metal. same. Same. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was all one fucking... I was like, oh, this is all music that makes me feel the same way. It's all yeah. the same mean. Right, exactly. You know? Like, I didn't get really aware of, like, genres and shit until sort of, like, the mid-2000s, I guess. You know? Yeah. I was like, Nine Inch Nails, Emperor, Cold Chamber. It's all the same. All the same. <laughs> Sepultura, Fear Factory, Machine Head, Pantera, White Zombie. Put it all together. Fuck it. It's all in my CD catalog. Yeah. yeah. Got it all in my binder right here. Uh, yeah. I didn't write anything about Cradle, even though it's amazing. Well, so I have one more note about Death Blooms. Yeah. And this is uh, when I'm going to make fun of it a little bit. Oh, good. For the fucking good. outro. Good. For the way he speaks space that outro. <laughs> space between a blink and a tear. Oh. Death Blooms. <laughs> yeah. But the way he says it, the way he, maybe he has his voice all the time, but he really puts on a, like, Doc for fa- failure. Roiling hate. In my veins, and it's, he sounds yeah. like the fucking goth kid from South Park. <laughs> you're right. You're right. He totally does. Yeah. So it was really funny. It was really pronounced. Th- that's an obvious influence on the song again. But I was like very intentional to like. All right, but don't sound like he does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like don't don't turn it up. Don't yeah. don't don't turn it don't turn up the affect right on the end of it. Like just just say the thing you need to say. Yeah. Um, I think I've always thought it was goofy, but I was like able to tolerate it more. Now I'm just like I'm okay pointing it out and laughing at it. <laughs> it's it's part of the again. It's there's it at this point for me. It's one of those things that make it. It's transcended. It's went past goofy, and it's like oh, this makes it endearing to me now. Yeah. Um, mm. So like 
like the rapping in um under my skin or whatever mm. like superman with the ass on my chest you know like all that right. shit <laughs> um which yeah like, like a motherfucking hurricane, hurricane. <laughs> bring the pain <laughs> uh <clears throat> yeah anyway that's a great song uh yep. cradle's great i have any notes about that one it's great, uh though. yeah i it's awesome vocal shit all over the place the surprisingly and out of character for me the shit that grabbed me most on this album was the vocal stuff sure all over the place yeah love it um there's so much interesting stuff all the time um and the the line i'll rot in my head alone for some reason mm. i was like man wow <laughs> <laughs> that's <It's> rough <laughs> pretty effective <laughs> Uh, and this is the song where he screams, "Fucking cocksucker!" Yeah, that's right. Pretty funny. So. <laughs> yeah, but not like in a good way. Oh, that was kind of dumb, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That was that. That's the point where because he's like going off on some, uh, on some like really dark shit for a little while, right? And then he gets to the end and he screams that, and that that's the point where to me it takes it into like disturbed territory. Okay. <laughs> like no, mommy, I'll do it again. Leave some of that. <laughs> It, it, it like steps over the line for a half second and then it yeah, comes back yeah 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 but uh, you know whatever yeah yeah you're i i think i think you're right again it's it's just i it's i i take it i'm like it, it, yeah you just kind of take it, it for what's, what's yeah, yeah, I, I don't have any distance from this record to be but yeah you're right <laughs> that is like silly yeah yeah <laughs> 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 Why is that so funny? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> pretty funny. It's just like, how do you call someone like a cocksucker and like be really, really mad? He's so mad. <laughs> Maybe it had more weight twenty years ago. Yeah, <laughs> you fucking cocksucker. <laughs> Fewer cocksuckers on albums, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no. Oh man. Yeah. Um, all right. So it, go ahead. Yeah. Onto nothing to gain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God damn these lyrics. So so many. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at, at the so time, I remember many. like, like wow, man, he wrote a song about a serial killer. That's pretty wild. That was, that's all I remember. Like, uh, you know, when it first came out, I was like, oh, cool, a serial killer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna like this one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the writing shit for me now. <laughs> I always thought that the way that they would like introduce it live was really fucked up because it would be like, this is a song. Give you a background? <laughs> like, okay, this isn't what they would say. All right. But this is like how I remember it sort of tracking. It's like, this, like it didn't go this far. Like this song is about following your dreams and not giving a fuck what anyone oh says. Like, <laughs> and, that is legit. <laughs> but like, you wouldn't say like following your dreams but it was it was presented in a way as if Ed Gein wasn't a bad dude. <laughs> maybe, maybe Just not. Following his dreams, man. Like right. this kind of uh being <laughs> at odds with society, you know, kind of thing. Um Well he was being tongue in cheek when they absolutely. were Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um <laughs> and yeah, I, I, I skimmed through like the Wikipedia article on this on this and like man i really really love the drummer but i real sometimes i really really don't like hearing what he has to say about this <laughs> um because there was like some clip about like oh well 
what we the lyrics have to do with Ed Gein and that stuff that happens at night. And so nine is a lunar number and the guitar oh. was playing a riff that was five and then four and blah, 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 you know. <laughs> Incredulous. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Like <laughs> those connect. <laughs> What on this album is daytime activity? <laughs> oh. Well, Death Blooms. Death Blooms. Sure, maybe yeah. it blooms at night. I don't yeah, know. Death Blooms at night. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. You, you know, I mean, like... Shit. So... But, it, like, that's the kind of dumb, nerdy shit that has to be rolling around in your head, I guess, to make this kind of exactly, album. Exactly, yeah. I can't, I can't fault it. So I kind of have to, yeah, give Take it a pass. It, yeah, because you don't get this album without some dude who's, like, overthinking shit like that. Yeah. Um... Because if he's overthinking that, he's going to overthink, like, I know how to superimpose the snare placement and <laughs> shit like that. Um, yeah. So to me, one of the coolest things about this song is the outro. I really like the outro, yeah. The outro is so unique. How Do you remember what I'm talking about? I don't know that I actually listened to the outro. I, I mean, it might have. <laughs> you, you, you know it. So, oops. It's the same chord progression as the chorus, which is really cool. But so it's like you have that chorus and the music just kind of like slowly fades away and it's like a deconstruction of the chorus. But the vocals like maintain their intensity, you know, okay, for yeah. most of it. And then it and gets it to yeah. up high there. Really cool. But yeah. it's like that's like the like the whole last like minute of yeah. the song is like like I mean it's like have this chorus go in full blast and then to start to like deconstruct it it just kind of starts falling apart yes like. I, I can't tell if there's any time if there's any um how to say like I can't tell if the vocals are done in such a way that they stop lining up with the music at some point on mm. purpose or mm. or what's mm-hmm. going on but there's like a weird I think you're right feeling thing you know what I mean I think that that is what happens okay I think that is what happens. That's kind of what it always felt like, but I never bothered trying to figure it out. Yeah, I haven't dissected it, but I think you're right. I think that is what happens. Yeah, so it gives it a weird, like, yeah, falling apart feeling to it. Yeah, right, 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 right. So I always thought, I just, I thought that was really unique. That's what stuck out to me when I went through and and listened to it the second time. Mm -hmm. Um. So something that's my other note about the song was like it's surprisingly well done for what could have been a goofy song about a serial killer yeah (laughs) dude fucking i don't know if there's a a single serial killer that's inspired better more good works of art than ed gein somehow Hmm. yeah maybe yeah because okay i mean zodiac was a pretty great movie but apart from that that was a great movie so okay so ed gein (laughs) inspires like um text chainsaw massacre oh yeah um inspires the Slayer song Dead Skin Mask. Yeah. Um, it's like one of my favorites. <laughs> Silence of the Lambs. Oh, okay. Um, this song. And then there's another serial killer movie that he inspired. I forgot what it was. Yeah. Psycho! Fucking Psycho. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Like, I, don't, I guess I don't remember his story very much. <laughs> like, I just remember his name more than what he actually did. Um... So was was Wisconsin. Um, his mother died. He had a weird relationship with his mother. 
His mother died. She's like super just, overprotective and like sort of forced him into some weird mental issues. Right. And so he like kept her corpse like in like in the house. What time period was he doing this? 60s? 50s? I think maybe the 40s or 50s. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I guess because if Psycho is based on Get on it, Robert. That was in the early 60s for Psycho. Right. And so, but yeah, he kept his mother, you know, he kept his mother's corpse like dressed and like in a room and stuff like that. And, And then he started to like make... He was found out in 57. 57, okay. So, oh, okay. And so he was making... So first he just started, like, digging up corpses. um, And, you know, like, cutting out, you know, parts of girls and, like, storing... Like, okay, well, I'm going to put all of that organ in this shoebox and all of that organ in this shoebox. And then it... Got to stay organized. Yeah. <laughs> I got to stay. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you keep it organized. Is what you gotta do. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. <laughs> oh, um, and then he started to uh, like take the skin and try to like fashion like a vest. You know what I mean? Like a a mammary vest. <laughs> Um, I think is what I read it being referred to. And then eventually it led to him like murdering people so he could have fresh <clears throat> bodies or whatever. Right. Hmm. So, um, but yeah. And then I think that That's he would like put the thing on or like put on the dress or put on his mother's clothes or shit like that. You know what I mean? So you get like, that's how you get like, it's 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 really incredible that you get like Leatherface, Psycho, and Buffalo Bill out of all three of those very different <clears throat> approaches out of the one guy. Yeah, he didn't actually own a chainsaw though. Just so you know, he did live in Texas. Did not. Oh. Yeah, he's from Wisconsin too. What's that about? <laughs> well, Wisconsin yeah. chainsaw massacre didn't really do all the time as well. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's really kind of hard. Yeah. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Um, to make cheese curds. <laughs> so, I love cheese curds. So something I will say about this record. Um, so it does feel like nothing to gain is almost a climax of it. Mm. And that like it loses a little bit of momentum for the second half. Um, yeah. But it's just because the first, the first like eight tracks are like just so fucking good and so intense. You're just, you just get a little worn out, I think. Yeah, yeah, I'll agree with that just from a very layman's uh, uh, point of view here is that that's about the point where I, I would pause it. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I need to like finish the rest of this later. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it's, it's almost like just two 35-minute albums. And they kind of do that on like explicitly by putting that little yeah. interstitial after that. Right. Because it kind of fades into – and you can you know, walk away for a while or yeah. pause it or whatever. Right. It's like – and it, it is sort of – it is – almost reminds me of like the first Slipknot record where like you have like that first like slab, that first half of it that is like, well, this just definitive slab of a career really. Like, Oh, you (laughs) define your whole fucking career. And then you have like all that cool, all that cool shit in the second half that is really cool. And you don't want any of it to not exist. You don't want any of it to go away, you know, but it, 
it doesn't it's it's not it doesn't hit the way that that first stuff does right know? yeah but i i love all the songs i love all these songs you know but um yeah it's and then specifically everything and nothing i fucking love this intro yeah a lot yeah 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 it's it's rad um and it's funny because like i thought about like you know doing the like the essential tracks and the trash track or whatever and it would have been yes, one of those where it was like okay well under my skin is one of my essential tracks and also a trash track <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because i love the song it's one of my favorite songs on the record i don't want it to not exist <clears throat> but it kind of it, it it does stick out <laughs> you know you mean trash it for the album right yeah you had to get rid of one of them okay yeah right 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 um but I, I I wouldn't change anything on this record, you know. I don't yeah. think there's anything that, that would. Um... So I was reading through the lyrics. I was reading on on uh, Genius. Yeah. Um, uh, and I don't know if you looked at that at all. Yeah, I not on Genius. This. So on Genius, people can go in and like put what they think a part is about, right? Okay. And so in this song, there's the left wing, right wing, right wing, pro-life, pro-choice, all that shit. Oh, boy. And the only comments on this song are just about how it's a pro-life song. <laughs> and, like, he's, like, making allusions to, like, this is about the fetus, and this part is about, <laughs> like, wait, what the fuck? This is about how a fetus is a virus inside of you. And I don't know, man. The comments are unreviewed, though. <laughs> I made it a point to point this out. Because... I mean, it's... It's... Like, like I see how maybe you can... No, shoehorn that but that's, like that's that's not what it is no um, no it's not <laughs> it's it, it's a it's a it's a song of like juxtaposing opposites it, yeah that's it's like it. it's like a hey this these things are both bad or whatever you want to say or these things both have problems or don't trust either of them right 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 right, um, right. I, so i remember in college had to do a essay for a fill for my philosophy class of um and it was like one of the topics potential because he would give us like for our exams he would give us like 10 topics and it'd be like all right we'll pick three of these and write a paper on on each of them one of them whatever not in class but like whatever anyway and one was like okay we'll write uh you know like pick a song find a philosophical theme in it write about that you know and i had uh, i wrote mine about room 429 the strapping and lad song um because it sort of is it I, and I referenced it to like Plato and Aristotle because uh, you know like there's like that famous painting of uh, what is it I forget which one is which but one is like pointing to here and the other is pointing to here and it's like I think yeah like Aristotle was like this and Plato was like this it's like like where is truth right is truth here in nature or is truth in heaven in the forms and in the abstract right like the platonic model of the thing, right? Or is it here in the practicality, right? But anyway, I relayed the lyrics of that strapping young sang- strapping a lad song to that. Um, anyway, girl I was dating, <clears throat> she needed to do one, so I had her pick this one, and I think I just wrote a second essay. <laughs> <laughs> about about this one because i'm like yeah like it's you know philosophical because it's comparing all these opposites or whatever and if there's no truth here where is it there right but um 
Yeah. Yeah, no, that's... Yeah, so one of the comments on here is just, like, they're referencing the lines, like, they construct death to demolish life, like, the thing in the first verse there. Yeah. And they reference that, and they say, uh, this is metaphor. This is metaphorical for how people having abortions are unaware they're committing murder in the process. To demolish life is another way of saying killing someone. End quote. <sighs> and it's like, I've never seen some wild shit like that on here. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? I mean, so, I, how do they deal with the rest of it, though? They um, they don't. They just okay. ignore it. <laughs> That's fitting. Yeah. So, fucking. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. All right. Uh, severed. It's fucking another centerpiece of the record. Love that one. Um, this is like maybe the ballsiest songwriting arrangement on on here mm-hmm. because you get this amazing chorus like right at the front end. Um, that's like within like the first like minute and a half or something or two minutes, you get this amazing melodic earworm of a chorus that's just so powerful. So this and all this sort of stuff, and then they don't they don't give it to you again until the end. Um, hmm. and that is like such confident, ballsy restraint <laughs> in how you write write a song. Yeah, you know, you're like, no, this is so good. You'll wait for it. <clears throat> fucking deal with it don't worry we'll give it to you twice later but you're gonna wait you know do you know what part i'm talking about i don't know that i remember uh i guess i have to hear the chorus of really yeah that's so good but yeah, it's like I guess I never really thought about it like that that was happening, you know. Yeah, it's like because <laughs> like every song is weird. You right, know? it's like, like a yeah, it's fair. Yeah, it's like a six and a half minute song, and so you get oh, to so that. Oh, so it's really long too. You get to that like a minute in, and then you don't get back to it again until like the fucking five minute mark. Or so if you're not paying total five, attention, you might mark. you might just forget about it. And it it might be what happened around. to me. Yeah, possible. It's like oh yeah, that thing again. This is. Uh, this was where I learned what ain't so far meant because I've specifically remember like Josh yeah, going off about it. That. Yeah. And I was like, Oh weird. And it's like, uh, not Latin, but it's, uh, I looked at fucking what it was earlier. And I don't remember now. What is the phrase? It's some ceremonial magic shit, isn't it? Yeah. And now I don't even, it, oh, it's, it's, uh, I think it's, uh, Kabbalah or something like that. Oh, okay. Sure. That's what right. it is. Oh, it's Jewish stuff. Huh? Yeah. Well, and like a lot of a lot of that got worked into all the Crowley shit and the ceremonial magic and the Order of the Golden Dawn shit. So yeah, but I was like, that's that's one of those things where it's like they. That's one of the things on here where it feels like they really made it a point to try to use that somehow. Right. You know, like yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> God damn, man, this fucking song. I divorce control. I divorce the faith. I divorce the virtue. I divorce the rain. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> motherfucking bullshit. Yeah, fuck that rain. <laughs> I'm done with this shit. <laughs> Max runs around saying the rain is his friend. Um, that's cool. It's been so, raining a lot lately. That's good. Yeah. It's nice when your friends come around a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like the, you know, anyway. Prod's really cool and unique, really groovy. I remember that one. They played that one live, and it really stuck. Like, it, it, I remember I remember 
I remember remembering it just from seeing it played live. It's a dumb thing to say. Uh, <laughs> like, and you have to admire the ambition of the the pharmacy song. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Phar- pharmacopia, pharma, pharma, pharmacopia, pharmacopia. Yeah, pharma, pharmacopia, like like a pharmacy cornucopia, I guess is what that is. Yeah. So I used to oh, always like not really give a fuck yeah. about this song, um, but when I went back and listened to it, I was like, wow, this held up way better than I thought it would. This might actually be the definitive Mudvayne song. Oh shit. Um, um, my note about this song was I think this song is about getting high as fuck, and then an alien lives inside of you, which you must then kill. Ah, uh, yeah. Why not? I think that's pretty much it. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Glad they told me. <laughs> <laughs> I was always wondering about that. So, and, yeah, anyway, that's pretty much all I got. Like, there's other little, little tiny things, but, you know. My only other big, well, I okay, I have two more notes. Uh, Under My Skin, I think this song is about someone who annoyed him, and so he wants them to walk very far away so that they look very small to him. <laughs> Presumably... <laughs> Presumably so, he, solved. Yeah, <laughs> presumably so he can do the thing where you pinch your finger in front of your eye and it makes it look like you're crushing him. Oh, just run far away and be small. <laughs> he just says, go away and be small. Man. Uh, what man. else could that be about? Be small. And then, uh, no forever. I just always forget that that isn't severed because he says sever me in it. <laughs> so let's get those confused. But, man. Yeah, that, that, that um, like, no forever always felt like a really 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 like a dickhead math teacher gave you a bonus question <laughs> at the end of a test that was really fucking hard that was going to take you 20 minutes to do that's how that song always felt so that's like, like a seven minute song or something yeah i was like it. dude and it's weird and yeah. it's like dude i don't have that gun 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 i'm a I don't have, I don't have time for this. <laughs> Should have been the first like, song. Like, yeah. like I needed to finish the test and have twenty extra minutes and be feeling froggy to do yeah. this. You know, give me an extra essay question at the end. Fuck this. But it's a great song. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got every song on this album. It's fucking great. Yeah, man. So, ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. You're gonna like make a wall of all the ten out of tens and you have your listening party. It is, it has been interesting because I couldn't have told you. You know, like, like I didn't have the, like a year ago or whatever, you know, wouldn't have been like, oh, yeah, I know what my what 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 what, what albums do I think are like 10 out of 10 best, you know, flawless records for me. Right. You know, it's all subjective. since you guys have been doing this. How but, many of you said, but yeah, but but now since we've been doing it, I'm like, oh, well, mm, you got a better idea. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying yeah. I know what all of them are. <clears throat> But I know, yeah. I know what of some of them are. <laughs> yeah, you know, because I don't know. And I think that's one of the things I'm enjoying about it is of uh, this whole thing is whether or not other people enjoy it or, or not is something that I'm enjoying is is sort of because you're just not going to you're not going to. I don't feel like I'm going to. I would have worked out my thoughts on these things to this degree if I wasn't forcing myself to be in a position where I had to. Yeah. You know. Fair. So I wasn't going to yeah. figure out, like, 
well, which Pantera record do I actually think is, which one do I like the most and for what reasons or which, you know. Yeah. And sitting and hashing it out with somebody for hours upon hours upon hours. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. 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 And, and figure it out and kind really of know what you think until you say it. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, so. Yeah. That, that was the thing that I sort of made peace with like super early on was like, I'm fucking enjoying this. I don't care if anybody else does. I'm glad that people are like, for for however many people are, are actually listening to or watching this. Like, right. that's awesome. I'm happy for that. But like, I'm here because I enjoyed being yeah. here doing this <laughs> and, yeah. and like thinking about this shit and considering it rolling around and you know forming new opinions on it or whatever. Same, 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 so. same, same. See, having projects and bringing friends together—that's important what we're supposed to do personal growth somehow <laughs> yeah uh, so now next next we'll start doing we'll start doing your art podcast so you yeah. don't have to uh i got i got the idea already man for the first one yeah well <laughs> while you're working on that that unattainable idea you should do some attainable ones i, I hope so no no they're just, all attainable i don't know if that just, part of that one is attainable yeah. well you <laughs> should do what you should do is you should do the attainable part which is coming and 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 talking to us about it. All right. And then yeah. we'll splice it in with the unattainable part. It, I, I'm afraid with this first one, though, that it might become more of like a video essay because of the ability, the potential, if I did wind up talking to them, you know? Then I'll release it as a podcast of my show. Yeah, there you go. And then you can take the footage and chop it up. As if something if something comes out good of it, and you can use that as your video essay footage. Do you need like visual aids? Like we use the TV <coughs> to pull up examples and shit. In all honesty, if you're gonna do a, an art podcast, that probably is helpful. <laughs> like, let me show you some things. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. Well, I mean, that's what that's what you should do is show us things. But you should show us beforehand. Like, you should hear, look at these things. Da, 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 you want to do da, something da. like that? Fuck yeah, yeah, I want to do that. Like, like the way you guys have like a, play, exactly. a playlist notes. Like Ex- some yes. Yeah, do, do and then exactly let me tell you that. about like my thoughts now. Yeah. Do exactly that. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> and then I'll be like, I saw that 20 years ago once and I forgot about it. <laughs> yeah, I saw that one. Yeah. yeah. I'll, be like, I'll be like, that's well, one of mine. Has he told you anything about like the list that I made or like what, no. what the list, the idea that I have going so far is the, I've organized a list. I think it's like in chronological order right now, honestly, but it's like the artist who inspired me yeah so like so it's just about why i liked them so much or whatever time period and explaining some of that and going into depth with them cool but um and it's weird now that i've got like a list of like 10 people I, i've started to realize how unrelated they kind of are well yeah i like a lot of weird shit <laughs> but yeah uh, that sounds fun that does sound fun yeah that'd be awesome <clears throat> yeah i mean we've only got the original goal was just to get to 50 and we only got 15 more so okay yeah yeah so you're done hanging it up boom retired reassess if we got nothing reassess. else to talk about then maybe we'll, we'll reassess <laughs> I'll get to 50 and reassess okay yeah. <laughs> oh my ears yeah I know man I gotta fix my ears <sighs> so was that